0: This is Jocko podcast number 212 with me Jocko Willink the path of jiu-jitsu is hard it is a hard path you have ups and downs and there are times when you've got to work and there are times when you get injured and there are times when you get mentally defeated and you feel like you don't want to do it anymore And those days go on and on and on. But if you do the right thing and you stay on the path over time, you will move forward on that path. You will move forward on that path if you keep your nose to the grindstone. You move forward on that path if you have the humility to say, you know what? I still have more to learn. And that's the same way it works with life. You're going to have ups and downs in life. Things are going to go wrong. You're going to lose businesses. You're going to lose jobs. You're going to break up. Things are going to go wrong. And what you need to do is to keep moving forward. No matter what happens, keep moving forward. And jujitsu is representative of life. If you stay humble and you stay on that path, you will end up achieving your goal. That will happen. And it did happen. It happened... To my friend here echo Charles and those are the words that I said in August when he received the black belt the black belt he always referred to the black belt as if there's only one in the world the black belt he received the black belt in jiu-jitsu and it was not an easy path and there was much learned along the way, not just about jiu-jitsu, but about life. And so I told Echo at that time, at some point, we would discuss that journey on the podcast. So here we are. Good evening, Echo. Good evening. <laughs> so uh, we did, I did immediately say, well, probably not immediately, but a few hours after you got your black belt, and it was a lot. We were there was a lot of people talking. You know, we were at Origin Camp. We were all talking about everyone getting their black belts. You get your black belt. What it's like to get your black belt. All the things that you had been through. And I said, you know what? We just got to just we'll, we'll do. We need to do a podcast about this because it's a journey. Yes. And you know what's interesting too? I was thinking about this. Our last guest, Joel Struthers, when he came in and before we started recording, he was he was very humbled to be here. You know, he's like, man, it's like, I kind of feel, you know, here we are, we're having these guys that were from SOG that were in Vietnam, Medal of Honor recipients. I mean, just really just esteemed guests on the podcast. And Joel's kind of like, you know, he's a humble guy. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And what I I realized is, I, I said, well, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm still gonna learn from you. You know, looking at Joel, I mean, he did some really cool stuff. Had a good six years in the French Foreign Legion, learned some cool lessons. I want to learn those lessons too. Mm-hmm. So, when I talk to you, like I want to learn what you learned. Mm-hmm. I want to learn from you, and that's part of what makes makes me keep, try and get better. That's what makes me get better is I'm I'm going to learn from everyone. You know, you, you know you hear, you hear someone say. You even learn something from a white belt. Yeah. You know, that's like a saying. Mm-hmm. It's actually true. Mm-hmm. You hear you hear a seal say it. Oh, you can still start to learn something from a new guy. Mm-hmm. It's not just a saying, it's true. Yeah. So with that, also some people have asked, you know, over the years, like, how did you and I meet? Yeah. So I think that's probably a a good place to start because we did meet from jujitsu. So how do we meet? Go. Well, met in jujitsu.
2: Uh, actually, I remember it probably earlier than you do, but, you know, but when you say like how you can learn something from from anyone, right, like how this I think, I mean, you learning something from me or whatever, and I'll see it in your face every once in a while when, I, when I'll say something, it's almost like you're kind of computing and calculating like my interpretation of a certain like event or mm-hmm. incident Versus your interpretation of it. So it's kind of like, oh, it's almost like something's clicking in your eye, like think, OK, so that's what you saw totally. during this, you know, totally. like, so you can almost kind of kind of formulate how you come off a little bit more accurately. You know like Yeah. how uh, you impress on, on to like the world. Or absolutely.
0: Something. Getting feedback from someone on how they interpret what you're saying is absolutely
2: yeah. important because you could be like, oh, yeah, like I'm. I said that so well. You know, like I, I was so clear. It was so like it even sounded dope the way I
0: said it. You know, and then
2: they're like, "Yeah, you, you know, you sounded kind of arrogant when you said that." And you're like, "Dang, you know, like yeah. it's more accurate." Little miss, yeah, had uh, a little
0: one that was off. <laughs> dude, you know, whatever. Over shot yeah. the target, undershot the target. If you don't communicate with the target, you don't know. Yes. Yeah. So, just, all right. Like, so anyway,
2: yeah. So we met. Um, I. When I first met you was I was a white belt at the boxing club. He hmm. was like
0: I remember this zero. Yeah, so no, no I, mean, no. I don't remember meeting you at all. I'm zero.
2: I'm literally thinking of like the look in your eye, thinking like you will not remember this yeah. at all. But I knew of you, I seen you before over at over at a uh, Remember Kate. So Dean Lister opened a little spot. It was half of a marshal of a karate gym. Mm-hmm. So he kinda I don't know if you That was an East Lake. Yes. Yeah. And he had half of it. He put this big curtain yeah. it separated, that separated the, like, the karate class and our class. So I was I went down there. That's where I joined. And I saw you there. And I had heard about you from like Dean and in some interviews that he did or whatever. And then um then that's when I seen you. But I didn't talk to you or nothing like mm-hmm. that. And it was a, it was literally like a weekend or something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know how we would go there to the boxing club, which is a different gym. It's more of a gym, a boxing yep. gym with Jiu-Jitsu and MMA. So we'd go from there to the boxing club there, and you know we'd kind of be training at both.
0: Yeah, you were. I I only trained at the place in Eastlake like a f- probably ten times because it was a far away. Yeah. You know, by far away I mean like thirty-five minutes or right. something like that, yeah. which is pretty far.
1: When well, you, yeah, when compared
0: you, to yeah, the boxing club was pretty close. Yeah. Victory is the closest. Yes, sir. That was a good
2: strategic <laughs> move there. Um, but nonetheless, uh, when I first rolled with you was at the boxing club when we were done with the the, the South, the Chula Vista place mm. or East Lake place. Um, and then yeah, so I rolled with you, and you 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 know I'm a white belt at this yeah. time, and yeah, you can you know beat me up whatever. Yeah. And then I remember you did this move that you still tr- you'll still try to do this move to me. Interesting. It I don't remember it working. Anytime recently, but it's a, where yeah, you kind of <laughs> <this afternoon.
0: laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you pin me down inside mount side control, and uh, then you basically do a forearm across the neck, okay? Yeah, yeah kind of yeah, yeah. scenario. Yeah. And if your head is facing a certain way, it's really hard to get out yes, of. Yes, you're right. So you did that to me, I think what, maybe two times or something. It's a real
0: surprise move because no one thinks that they can get choked there, but yeah. you actually can get choked there. You can tap out. I tap out people with that move, yes,
2: yeah. And me as a white belt, I didn't know. Or I didn't have that preconceived notion that you can't get tapped out. I didn't even have that. I was <laughs> brand new. And so you did it. And I was like, oh, cool. Uh, and now in that, at that point, I was like, I was one of the, these guys who an, asked a lot of questions, mm-hmm. like a lot of questions. Like anything I I saw for the first time, I'm like, hey, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? So I asked you, but <laughs> you to, you're still kind of like this where like when you meet someone like you don't. You don't, uh, how should I say, exchange pleasantries that much.
0: Yeah, that's true. I, I, you know, actually, I'm more conscious of it now when I meet people. Like, let's say, if I meet someone that's sort of like listens to the podcast, obviously, like I'm cool to them because there's some kind of connection there. But for sure, never in my life have I been a person where I meet someone and I'm, you know, having some big open conversation with them. That's not really, it's weird because, because, you know, kind of what I do for a living now is basically talk mm-hmm. and, and I, not a big talker, um, in, if I don't know people, yeah, if I don't yeah. know people, if it, I go to a party, like I would go to like, let's say some kind of a whatever party with yeah. my wife and just not talk to anybody. Right. Not, not, no, look, I'm not like standing a corner, uh, brooding at people yeah, being yeah. a jerk, but. I'm not gonna make a big connection with a lot of people, yeah. right? Yeah. Now if someone's got cauliflower ear <laughs> or something, <laughs> you,
2: you might open up a little Discord. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, fully. Like you're not the guy who's you know in the corner telling all the stories, not and the looking to make friends or and- whatever. <laughs> yeah, fully. And and back then you were you were like that as well. So even like even like when you make small talk nowadays if you mm-hmm. if you kind of see someone and you're like hey you're whatever even your small talk is like and i'm comparing this to knowing you now mm-hmm. for however long you can t- there's a huge disconnect like a huge and i don't mean in, in a bad way it's just more like you're you're doing it kind of in this almost like in an official way mm-hmm. you know where it's like you're not open kind of thing and and maybe me sa- even talking about it makes it seem like a bigger deal than it is but mm-hmm. it's there big time so Back then, oh, it was their huge time. So you're like (laughs) over there... You're like yeah, like this blank look, kind of <laughs> like yeah, man, like good, you know, whatever, strong, whatever, you know, giving, doing the saying the correct stuff. That's yeah. cool, but like
0: well, like a like a shark with black eyes. Yeah.
2: There's no thought there, black. just blackness. Yes. <laughs> 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 that's and, funny because that's exactly how I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what I heard too. So that was like, and and I'd um, I kind of just admit, Sarge, you know, at that point, mm-hmm. and he was sort of the same way, but. It was you're you're kind of different level in that regard, and so I was like, hey, how do you? How, oh, what would you do there, whatever? And you were like, well, it's like it's just what you saw, you know, side mount, boom, put your arm right there and just choke you. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> there was no big revelation. I was like, all right, so I'm like, cool, man, like just all right, I, and I didn't I didn't get the impression that you like disliked me or nothing, mm-hmm. which I probably would have if you were anybody else. But I knew that you were sort of like that, so I was like whatever. Jeff was <laughs> like apparently, you know right. what I thought he was, and and that was sort of it. And and I didn't like train with you or nothing like that. I, I, not that I remember mm-hmm. anyway. And then um, so th- this, that was probably like two thousand five, two thousand six. Jack. And then um, yeah, I, I don't know if you were gone. You know, overseas or whatever? I guess you were, right? Yeah,
0: well, I went overseas probably after I met you because I deployed yeah. in the summer of 2006. I left in, like, April for Ramadi. Yeah. And yeah,
2: then when and did I you come him. back? And then when I came back. And
0: start training and stuff October, like that again? October or oh. November of 2006. Six. yeah. So
2: the when I remember the first, like, early memory of actually, like, seeing you again after that was... um like well after purple belt, so I got purple belt in two thousand seven, and I was like competing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you were there, and I was yeah, like yeah. kind of training with you or whatever. Not not that much, but yeah, I was compete. I remember you being at the competition. Yeah, yeah.
0: I remember coaching you sometimes. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And then, well, when you were co- when you were actually coaching me, like on the, um, like right before I got injured and stuff, like mm-hmm. we were training a lot. I was yeah. training with you oh, a lot. Okay. And then. Um, it was funny because you're, like, the same way. And with it, this actually helped me. At first, I was like, fuck, Choco doesn't care about me that much, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> this is what I realized, like, pretty quick is, like, it's not that you don't care about me. It's like you, certain things are not a big deal, which we all think are a big deal. Like, to you, <laughs> they're just not a big deal. <laughs> so, like, that, that time when I uh, – it was the same tournament as I hurt my arm the first uh-huh. time and it got go go plotted remember uh-huh. and here's the thing when i was like when i was competing before that like i never ever since i went cuz okay so in no-gi, it's not by belt mm-hmm. back then it was not by belt yeah. it was like uh, if it was a big tournament it, it was, was like novice beginner intermediate advanced mm-hmm. that's how it went and then if it's a smaller tournament there's just beginner intermediate advanced so the when i started competing in advanced like, that's when I was sort of training with you. Mm-hmm. And at that point, like, I was doing really good. I was training, like, a lot, a lot, and I never and I never lost. Never lost. Up until that, that day, right, mm-hmm. that I hurt myself. So, like, a few matches before I hurt myself, <laughs> when he gets in, it's Sean Roberts, by the way. So, you know who Sean Roberts is, right? He's, like, he ended up being a famous jujitsu guy. Anyway. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Roberts, that's Sean. Yeah. Roberts, has got
2: it. Yep. So, he, uh, I go against him, and he go, he Finishes me with mm. a gogo plot, mm-hmm. right? My, my wife's yeah. there, yeah. you know. My family's there. Yeah. Everything, you know. They kind of expected me to win, yeah. you know, because it's been champion the game. echo,
0: <laughs> champion of the family. <laughs> no, yeah. Just got, and they can't tell what that was. Yeah, a gogo plot too is like a. I'm not gonna say it's a, it's a move of humiliation to have done to you, but there is a level of
2: it's a highlight on, on real the, move
0: on the humiliation scale. It's not in the middle. <laughs> it's no, leaning it's towards leaning. humiliating. Yeah, yeah. Because him. there's a lot of things that have to happen and yeah. it yeah. Wait, yeah. you said a go-go plotter, right? Go-go plotter. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs>
2: guy, I would say this, to evaluate a go-go plotter if it's done to you, you are the 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 butt end of a highlight reel. Yes, you are. Like pretty much under all circumstances, yeah. you know, yeah. once so and meanwhile Sean Roberts is a thinner, like more thin guy. Yeah. So when we when we face off, it's like mm, oh, this on. guy's going to get smashed and Sean, oh man, yeah, and he totally got me with it like probably textbook. Like it was there was at no point in that match that I was, like, getting him or nothing. Yeah. He, he ran through me and, and tapped me out, right? And then, so I'm, like, devastated. Never lost in advanced competition. I'm, like, devastated. My, you know, my family's there or whatever. My wife's, like, well, we weren't married at the time. But she's, like, all, oh, like, oh, man, are you, like, okay? Like, worried about how I'd handle it. But So I'm, like, whatever. Like, I wasn't that, like, broken up about it. But it was something. It was, mm-hmm. like, a little shock. And then you're like across the arena, or whatever. Later, and you text me. He goes, "Ooh, you got caught with the go-go. That's gotta sting." I was like, "Bro,
0: <laughs> <laughs> my coach, my coach telling me this. You know, not like, hey, yeah.
2: hey, shake it off. You know, like get back in there. Nothing like that. <laughs> it's like, <that's> gotta sting." <laughs> but strangely. It, that made me feel so much better when you did it, like when you said that, you know, because I was like, man, it's it's not a big deal, man. This is not a bit, you know, like we're in this arena, you know, it's like we're in a jiu-jitsu, everyone's competing. And it's like, you know, it's so not a big deal at the end of the day, but it feels like a huge deal, you know. So when, when I got that yeah. text, I was like, and meanwhile, I see you across the thing, like on your phone or whatever time. I was like, oh, this guy. But I'm like, whatever. So... um yeah, that was kind of like how the whole deal was. I ended up getting hurt my my first bicep tear yeah. or whatever. And so I was out for a little bit. But yeah, when I came back, we trained some more
0: too. But uh, we, before you tore your bicep, because there was a time period where we were training hard all the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. That was this time period, right? Yes. Yeah. Like I always need an alternate training partner for Dean, because Dean's yeah. traveling, or Dean's hurt, or whatever, so has mm-hmm. always have someone else, yeah. and some up-and-comer that's hungry, that doesn't mind training hard, and wants to train a lot. Yeah. So, you know, you, and then Andy, after. Yeah. Andy's who it is right now. Yeah, Andy was way after, though. Oh yeah, yeah, Andy's way so, after. But I'm just saying, like, at that time, you were training with me. Like, I remember, we were tra- we'd go to other mats, we would train, yeah. you know, other mats in oh, our yeah. gym, be like, oh, they're, they're over there, let's get, there's more room, mm, we'll go yeah. over here.
2: Yeah, I remember actually when Victory first, it was called Throwdown Elite, mm. and we went. Um, we you it wasn't even done yet, and yeah, oh, yeah. everyone was training, and we were like, "Hey, let's go downstairs!" Like no one had ever touched these mats yeah, before, yeah. and that was and we rolled or whatever, and the mats were still like weird, slippery because yeah, they yeah. still had the little you know layer of yeah, whatever like, factory new, yeah. juice on them or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you know whatever, and it, but I remember that's when you were like. You know what a good feel. I forget your exact words, but it was something like this. You know what? What feeling is really, really good to have your own gym to train at whenever (laughs) you want. I was like, oh yeah, (laughs) I remember that specifically. But yes, yeah, that that was um, yeah, that was when I was competing and yeah, training as much as possible.
0: So uh, then you hurt your arm, whatever. And what at what point did you start? Because at this point, you were a bouncer whatever, um, at what point did you start making videos? Because it was pretty early on yeah. that you decided that you were going to become a videographer? Video maker. Maker? Yeah. yeah. Something?
2: Uh, yeah. So we, I stopped being a bouncer and I started getting to web with my brother from scratch. I didn't right. know anything. So it's you know it's kind of like multimedia, you mm-hmm. know, web development, graphic design, that kind of stuff. I always was sorted into that in one way or another growing up mm-hmm. since a little kid. Where me and Jade, my brother, were kind of standouts in that regard, like mm-hmm. drawing and in fact, I remember one time Jade he was in in 6th grade, we did, you know how they used to have poster contests? Yeah. I'm sure they still have it in some. Yeah, I'm sure they but do. But you basically they give you a theme and then you Color, you draw and color a big poster mm-hmm. that does, that's you know that follows that theme. And Jade ended up winning it a national. Like it, it goes by love, so you win. It was a good and poster. then it's like, yeah, apparently it was about drunk uh, drunk driving, mm-hmm. Mad Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Yep. So you know you win. What the was school his poster? It was actually kind of dope. It was a uh, a car for the time. This yeah. is like you know six, literally sixth grade. A car crashing into a big can of beer that was it cool but the way he did it was good and he's you know we we're real good at drawing too at that time mm-hmm. so he wins the school he wins the island of Kauai that and then it wins like the state you know then all <laughs> the winners of the state go to the national which one and he freaking wins it thousand dollars Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that's
0: a lot of money oh
2: yeah a trip to like new york and like all this stuff so it was kind of a big deal just for drawing so anyway the point is like we 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 were always into artistic and drawing stuff. So web design and, mm. and graphic design was kind of like, oh, okay, that was good. And then kind of through that, um, I don't know. So you know the idea, you watch a movie, right? Or a movie's going to come out mm-hmm. and you watch the trailer yeah. and you're like, dang, the tra- look, I can't wait to watch that movie. Then you watch the movie and you're like, okay, cool, good movie. But, man, the trailer was, like, way better. Mm -hmm. You know, got me way more fired up than, like, the movie. The movie kind of was a letdown. So that whole idea, that whole phenomenon, like, I really was interested in. Where, like, who made that trailer where he got the movie and chopped it up and got the cool parts and told almost like a little alternate story, you Mm -hmm. know? Like, and not necessarily alternate, but Do you remember
0: what—was there a specific trailer that kind of—what was it?
2: A bunch of them. So one of the ones that I always watched was Terminator Salvation and it has
0: uh, I think uh, whenever you say a movie and then you give me this look of you're waiting for me to give you the nod <laughs> of like oh yeah, yeah I know that and one, I'm yeah. just giving you a straight okay. stare because I've seen Terminator one and two yeah and I, I don't know what comes after that but apparently salvation is no, one of
2: no them. yeah yeah one of them so it's Terminator one which oh, okay so Terminator one Terminator two are are the best by far mm. like f- pretty much factually the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much like it's not okay. very, it's not very much out for debate. but that's back in the day before trailers really kind of hit their stride as far as movie trailers go. So and there's Terminator 3, which is a complete complete flop, by the way, side note. So anyway, Terminator 4, Terminator Salvation, Christian Bale was in that one. Anyway, the trailer was like really well done, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it had I forget the group. I'm um, just drawing a blank, but I think it might've been like nine inch nails or something like that, okay. where they did, they have the song called the day the whole world went away. Mm-hmm. the, day the whole
0: world You don't need to sing it for us, but away. we'll take your word for it.
2: Anyway, they <laughs> use that song in the trailer. And then the, the way they did it, I was like, man, this, I, this is like, I want to live my life like this trailer feels or whatever, as far as like, you know, the videos I want to make. So there was that, there was like clash of the Titans. That was a good one. I thought, um, Dude, yeah, there's a bunch
0: okay, so then you decided you're gonna start making trailers What Kinda, was the first video way. that you got paid to make
2: That I got paid to make yes was with you, bro
0: <laughs> And what was it is the so, first? Uh, was it throwdown or was it we victory
2: nope not even that it was before that what was it? So the first video I made ever was like on a cruise like you know like now you can see them anywhere like you You know you basically take your camera you do the you chop it up put it with music, but the first m- video that I made for money was with you for like some oh, teachers oh, association. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I so, made like a thing about the laws of combat. You filmed me. I sat there and talked about yeah, it, you know, and then they instituted inside their organization yeah. for eighteen months or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. That's the one that the sound was off. <laughs> so,
2: <sorry. laughs> so the, the the reason that's funny, obviously, to use that. <laughs> so, so
0: just to, let me fill in the listeners, please. This is like a probably a one hour video, maybe, maybe I don't know, 45 minute video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a 45 minute video, I'm talking, I'm explaining the laws of combat, I'm talking about extreme ownership, I'm going through these things to this screen, and the, the audio is off by a half a second. So it looks like a weird old Chinese martial arts film <laughs> with a voice dub over, and so I say to Echo, I'm like hey, it seems like you know, it seems like my voice doesn't match my mouth and I'm saying it sort of as a question But like term the first two terminators being the factually this was a (laughs) factual situation There was no debating I was watching my lips move with no words coming out and I'm like this is not good And you you pushed back on me. Actually, that's what's really funny That's that actually made me suspect of your whole existence your whole because you were like you were trying to explain to me that that was somehow like you were first of all you tell me like no, well, no, not really. I'm like watch <laughs> the, the lips move. See how there's no words coming out Wait, was that the time that, where you
2: came over and we were watching it or were you texting me? But I think I you sta- came I over. started
0: off texting you like hey yeah. Can you sync these things and your responses were like well, it's not it's not really that off and I'm like What are you talking about and so then I probably came to your house <laughs> with a pistol and was like, okay We're gonna fix this mm-hmm. but but you had a serious there was a problem so this is this is this is what happened. How how did you think that was okay? Okay, this is this is
2: okay. So there's this three little elements to this whole equation that'll make it make sense. Okay. So okay. So first off, <laughs> it, I, th- I wasn't necessarily acting like this, and I'm not saying I was trying to give the impression that I knew exactly what I was doing. Because come on, let's face it, this is literally my first video <laughs> that I've ever made that anyone's actually depending on me, right? So I'm like, all right. So yeah, I sync up the audio, or whatever, and I don't know how to sync up audio. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just winging it. So I sync up the audio. What I thought was like synced up. Yeah. And so I'm Give going through it. Give or take a
0: half a second, <laughs> <or> two.
2: <laughs> so I'm editing it, and just like you said, but I'm used to the the video. The one or two videos that I've ever made was like two minutes long. So editing a two minute video is like okay, click, click, click. You edit, you edit. But man, forty five minutes of editing your brain just a con, you know like so it can be off sync by a lot and your brain will, will kind of connect the dots it's weird mm-hmm. like you ever watch a, uh, a No I
0: get it I get yeah it. so my yeah.
2: brain essentially connected it and was interpreting it as sunk up good <laughs> so you're over here saying hey it's off sync look at this and I'm like looking at, I'm looking at it and then bro, I'm doing all these weird mental experiments like to be like okay let me pause it right when he said and it's all checking out in my brain I I get it. It was, and that's when I was like, no, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> so finally, you were like, bro, I'm like, I'm coming over, and we're gonna f- get to the bottom of this. So I'm like, yeah, c- come, whatever. So you come, and we're doing it, and you're like, me and you're just seeing two different things at this point because my brain is all whacked, all jammed yeah. up. Because I remember like we were, I was trying to meet, a, we were trying to meet a deadline too. That's the yeah. thing. So I was staying up like super late, not getting much sleep. So. So you come over, we're looking at it, we're seeing two different things until this one little part where you're like, you clap, oh, I clap. you did yeah. this, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then it was like, oh my gosh, so it's real clear when you clap and then the sound comes later and you were like, yeah, look at that, and I'm like, it all like came crashing down like, man, I'm completely wrong. But that was good because I could be like, okay, now I'm going to sink the whole 45 minutes off of this one thing. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So that's that's what happened there.
0: Okay. <laughs> so that was your first video, near failure. But here's
2: the thing about that first video too. That was like the beginning of Echelon Front essentially. Yeah, that was. Because when you think, okay, so I revisited that video like last year
0: just going through. What year what, was that? Do you happen to remember? Tw- yeah,
2: 2010. Whew, yeah.
0: Yeah, so Echelon Front wasn't officially formed yet.
2: I think that was, like, right after you retired. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, I looked at it. So a year ago, I look, I bring up the video looking over hard drives or whatever. I bring it up. i like, let me check this out. You're all young. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like you're all young looking, and you're te- saying all Echelon Front stuff. But yeah. super, like, early beginnings of it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I was like, oh, man, it's really interesting to watch now that, like, I know, like, all the content or whatever. It's, it's funny. But, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Echelon Front 1.0.
0: Yes, that is it right yep. there. The first one.
2: <laughs> and the second video was with you as well. That was the victory, the throwdown. Was it victory? Yeah, it was victory at that time. Yeah, it was victory. Yeah. yeah. You
1: know, and victory
0: which thing. video was it? The outtakes from some of those videos are awesome.
2: Yeah, that was, that was later on. It was just like- There's one where there's
0: Dean f- is like monkeys, giraffes, gorillas. Yeah, that was the <laughs> that, outtake That, that cracks me yeah. up.
2: But that, I think that those, the victory ones, that's how like- people started to know around like here around San Diego that I did video because I did a series of them and that just kind of were like I just tried to make them like kind of like movie trailer mm-hmm. kind of dramatic and no one at that time was doing anything like that as far as like making videos for companies or whatever and so it, you look at them now and they're like they're pretty cheesy mm-hmm. now but back then it's
0: kind of like oh dang you know yeah like, no those were like those were really good Videos yeah. for that time period
2: yeah, and
0: I sort of put my name on them not sort
2: of I straight up put my name on them You know when we I'd upload them or whatever and that's how people were like, oh, you're echo Charles You're the one that does that, those videos like that, you know, I guess my name's kind of distinct or whatever So that's how I kind of
0: Kind of gained like some people some, started knowing some fame
2: No, no, not fame, but people started knowing I made the <laughs> Re- name recognition. You know? Yeah, it's as as okay goes. So
0: now there's a chunk of time now we're talking because we didn't start this podcast until 2015. And these are easy dates for me to remember because Extreme Ownership came out in October of 2015, but I was on Tim Ferriss' podcast. That came out like September 25th, 2015. And then I was on Rogan like December 8th or something, Mm -hmm. 2015. And then we started this two weeks later this this podcast I remember I was like let's get it out before Christmas yeah and we did we got it out like 22nd of 22nd. December or something like that so there's five years between okay you made the first echelon front 1.0 video yep. between that time period and 2015 what were you doing okay so you were making other videos yeah. you had some you actually had some pretty big pretty big videos right you did well, let's just start with the Hanat show, the right? Hainato show. Yeah. So the Hanat show,
2: yeah. So you well before like after the victory that was started this cascade of like other people wanting me to do yeah, videos. Yeah, those were
0: good videos.
2: So it, which was perfect because I kind of got thrown into the mix, like, and
0: had to like. You had to learn. Yeah, like hard, like There's fast. There's no better way to learn than getting thrown. in the, Well, so. I mean, there are better ways, but <laughs> yeah, that's a out. way. That's a way you're gonna have to learn. Yeah, you get a sink or swim, and yeah. you started swimming, crawl stroke, oh, backstroke, yeah. breaststroke, side stroke.
1: But
2: yeah, and the, like mistakes you make, like you really learn the lesson because it's not like, oh, I made the mistake in my freaking. What was your next room. big
0: after the? What was the next like big break after oh. victory?
2: Um, I. A big one I worked for a guy Blake Mallon, and that was like as far as content goes it was like okay it was kind of you know corporate and stuff like that um compared to the stuff I do now but. when
0: you would make early which what is what I noticed when you make when those early videos that I was in when I watch them I'm like this is the same thing we're doing right now yeah. almost oh yeah like yeah. the same especially you see the well like you said like the thing that I, the things I'm saying then I was like oh yeah Yep. We, we if we would have known then we just say, okay let's just start making more yep. videos right and, now
2: and really when you think about the whole thing as a big picture it's it, that's literally what happened so like when you like when we're making the victory videos right there's so many outtakes like and most of them are me and you because mm-hmm. you're messing with me the way you always mess with me like you're like <laughs> there's this one where you're like cause, okay and you you you're kind of smart you like you and I don't mean smart like smart you're uh observant you're more observant than the normal person uh-huh. so. I'm new to video and I figured out really early when I do shoots with people, I just press record because a lot of the good stuff you can get with people is when they don't know you're recording. right? right? When I'm talking to them, directing them, um, they're doing something else, they say something, they're trying to at least loosen up and they're doing whatever. And there's a lot of good stuff come from there. right? And you picked up on that pretty quick and you're like, you're recording, aren't you? And I'm like, he's like, I saw you press the button. Oh, man. But the way you said it was like, bro, that's literally the same stuff you do now.
0: You know what else is funny? You got that one video of our old CrossFit instructor. Yeah. And he's saying, he's saying, I'm going to try and summon my inner Inner Jocko. Jocko, Which is weird because how did he, had he even seen me before? (laughs) Where where did that come from? (laughs) Hey,
2: man. Everybody knew, man. That That was random. Yeah. That was random. But yes. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. So I, yeah, I did some some of that then yeah, working with Blake cuz that was it's like an ongoing thing, which mm-hmm. that's what I really liked about like doing video or the the type of videos I like to do is like ongoing ones. Stuff where I could like think of like cool little themes for the next one, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. So I did that for a while and then um and then I tried to and then I went to make like movies and stuff. Like I think like anyone who does video you um,
0: did uh you did some martial arts, some grappling stuff too. Those were some pretty good videos, and you were actually traveling to do those videos. Which ones? Like Metamorphs. Oh yeah, you yeah, doing yeah. Some good. You did some really cool metamoris videos. They were kind yeah. of uh, pre-fight, right? Yeah, videos, like kind of like a hype countdown videos, yeah, countdown, countdown type videos. Yeah, thirty for thirty or whatever.
2: Yeah, kind of like little mini documentaries, yeah. like about the person in the fight coming up. Yeah, yeah, and that actually doing those a lot. That's how I met a lot of the big jujitsu players. And how even more how that spread like through the jiu-jitsu community outside of San Diego. Like, okay, that guy makes like videos or whatever. So I did that. And at the same time, I met Rasan, who is Henato Laranja. Mm-hmm. I met him and I was like, brother, this guy needs like a show. So we, we made a show with him. And
0: we're how got, many episodes?
2: Uh, I think six, yeah. six altogether.
0: Those are hilarious. Oh, yeah. Those are epic. Yeah. And those are on Point. TV? What oh, they they're all? on YouTube. Yeah, but like, where on YouTube?
2: Uh, just just go head out to Laurent and just show, or yeah, Flixpoint.tv. They're on there. Yeah, 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 you're right. Um, but we had that one. That's a hard one to. That was hard to make, given where I was in my career, we'll say, because it's like, okay, I can. Do, if I was just doing that full time which I kind of was at a little pocket. I was just doing that full-time. You could do it. But cause consider what you got to do as just, you know, I don't have this huge production studio with people, like, arranging everything. So we got to basically arrange my schedule because I still got to work and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was we were, me and Jade were putting money into it. We were spending money to produce this show. So there's that. And then there's I, I've got to work, right? I have other stuff to do. So I got to schedule with myself. And we filmed in L.A., which is two hours away.
0: Um where'd you what space did you use? It's
2: called the Dream Factory
0: LA. S- Some place that you were paying to use Yeah, space. you rent out yeah, the studio, totally, yeah. It's
2: yeah. a it's a little set there. It was, it was pretty dope though. It was it was really cool. Um and then so my schedule, the Dream Factory schedule, which that one wasn't too bad because you know, you can schedule it in advance or whatever, but Hinato's schedule and then the select because the guests are celebrity types, Bass Rutin, <sighs> Frank Shamrock, like henner like all these so you gotta schedule with them as well. Like Kenny Florian was the first one, bro <laughs> That was a really fun show. Oh, but yeah. it was really hard to p- to get together and put on. Yeah. So when when I had a career and then towards the end of us filming that my career started to go up and up even more. So it's like, man, I I can't do it. I just couldn't do it. We couldn't do it. Um so, yeah, so it stopped. But that's a funny one. Yeah. all everyone's going to like watch him again and it's freaking it's funny. Yeah.
0: No, he's he's a hilarious guy. It was a, it's a good show. Great show. Yeah. And then uh Meanwhile, you and I are still training hard. I mean, we're training hard this whole time. You were one of my primary training partners this entire time. Yeah. Um and then at, at like I just kind of told part of the story, but I go on Tim Ferriss's podcast and he tells me to start a podcast and I, you reminded me of this. We actually had talked about it a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wait, were you trying to convince me to do mm-hmm. one? Yeah. So you told me that we should do a podcast that you could yeah. figure it out or whatever. Yeah. And and then I was on Rogan and that's why at the end of the first time I was on Rogan's show I said Echo get it, you know, get ready because in the middle of Rogan show he says hey, you should have a podcast which come to find out Joe Rogan tells everybody that. Yeah.
1: Everyone <laughs> who should have one. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And
0: uh but I listened mm. thankfully and it was, you know, be, both hearing it from Tim and Joe was 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 uh convincing, and I mean, I would have done it just off of Tim, but the book it was like I was on Tim, then the book came out, then mm-hmm. I was doing that thing, and just barely got done doing kind of the the book promotions in New York City when I came home, and that's when Rogan. So it all happened pretty quick, but yeah, yeah having both those guys say it. So then, but I do remember this conversation for sure. I came back from Rogan, and I said, "Hey." We're gonna do a podcast. Are you good? You know, can can you make it, can you make it? And you said, I'll tell you tomorrow. Because I remember you specifically said, I'll tell you tomorrow. You could you didn't have an answer for me right then. Yeah. The next day you come in a train, I come in a train, and you, you said, Hey, I know I can do the podcast. I figured it all out. I know what I gotta do. And then you said, Let me be on it too. And I said, What are you gonna do? And you said I'll be normal and you be you. And I thought that was a pretty good idea. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and plus, more important, I didn't wanna sit and talk to myself. I'd rather talk to, to you. Mm-hmm. And, cause you and I would talk on the mat anyways. And oftentimes we're talking about subjects that we would, that we're interested in. Yeah. So why not be able to sit there and talk to someone and you're a super humble, guy i was like yeah i could you know we hang out all the time so if there's one person that i can see that can sit there and listen and not feel like hey i gotta throw my two cents in on every it's like okay cool like let's do this so uh that's how we ended up doing this
2: yeah yeah and the in the yeah the timeline a little bit okay so you And just from my perspective, Uh i remember it very clearly too, by the way, Um, when you were on Tim Ferriss, like, okay, so most of us- Did you listen to me on Tim Ferriss? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, right when it came out. That was good. Even, and I knew you for a long time, but that was a really good one. That was was a really good. That was
0: a great podcast. Tim was, think about Tim. Tim, I I mean, you think about the caliber of people that Tim Ferriss has on his podcast, Mm -hmm. and it was my buddy, Kirk Parsley, who introduced me to Peter Attia with the purpose, like, Kirk was trying to trying to hook me up. Mm. And and Peter, when I talked to Peter, who I'm now, you know, good friends with Peter too, but you know, it was the same thing. Like they're trying to uh, dis, dis, decipher if I would be a person that would be interesting, right, to mm. listen to. So so awesome, you know. Yeah, like I said Kirk attention. hooked me up with Peter. Peter called Tim and said you should have this guy on your podcast. And well, oh yeah. that was the first first Interview I ever did that's great. in my life. Yeah it, Sitting man. in Tim Ferriss's house in the San Francisco Bay Area, which he doesn't own anymore uh, Because he moved to Austin, Texas, but just that like I went up there on a I flew up there That was a good call because he said we can do it over remote and I said no I'll come up Yeah, you know, cuz I I wanted I communicating over the phone and there's gaps and there's pauses. And you can't see the person. So thankfully I went up there and, you know, met with him actually stayed the night. It was it was awesome, man. Tim's just was super cool. Uh, and then, so that podcast happened. So you listened to that one.
2: Oh yeah. That's interesting that you sort of figured that, that communication thing. Cause that's a huge deal. Like if you can go, if you have the option to go in person or, or over Skype, um, of course you can choose in person. That kind of seems obvious, but I feel like people don't understand how much of a difference that that makes. Like, it's night and day, it's a night and day
0: situation. I was working for the Admiral, in charge of all the SEALs, and there was a meeting happening in DC, like at the Pentagon, Mm -hmm. and the Admiral had a small, a small decision was being made, and he had an opinion on it, and someone else had another opinion on it, and he talked to the guy that was making the decision. It was like, "Hey, you know, do you want me to come out here for this meeting?" And the guy's like, "Well, you don't have to." And the admiral's like, "Okay, cool." Because for the admiral and I, you know, that meant us getting on the, you know, on a flight, flying six hours. Not like we have a jet. Like we're gonna get on a commercial flight. We're gonna stay the yeah. night in some random hotel. Blah 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 blah. So he goes, "Okay, well, you understand my perspective, boss. Sounds good. If you don't need me out there, I won't come." So we did a. Vi- it was a video teleconference. Mm. And I'm sitting in there and the decision goes the other way. Yeah. And the Admiral goes he as soon as we got off, he looked at me and he said, I should have gone to that meeting.
2: Yeah.
0: And I was like, Roger, that boss. Yeah, you, makes sense. you you face to face is a big deal. Yeah. Especially if there's no relationship established. Yeah. If you if you don't have a relationship with someone, you need to go build it. You need to build it as much as you possibly can face to face.
2: Yeah. Yeah and there's and there's a lot of I mean there's a lot of over obvious stuff you know be, you know to, to figure that when you figure that it's like okay, these for these obvious reasons or whatever but the not so obvious reasons are just the little teeny tiny almost subconscious subtleties of being there with someone. Mm-hmm. even like split seconds in a conversation can like, Can make a difference between like if it if it's like cohesive or feels cohesive for sure, and that's not and that's of course from person to person, but from people listening as well. So like that that's why like I think that was a good good move for you to just make that make that sacrifice and go up there and be there with them. Yeah, no, it was awesome.
0: And Tim was pretty in the groove at that time. Like he he knew how to do it, Mm -hmm. Um, and he and also the format of his podcast was like you knew kind of what, I kind of knew what he was gonna ask about, and and yet you could veer off and talk about other subjects. So it was like a really nice way to kick things off. And now that I've done a bunch of television interviews, mm-hmm. podcasts are just infinitely more comfortable for <laughs> me. Yeah. So some people, they don't wanna get trapped in some long-term conversation and have to remember what they just said and formulate thoughts fresh on the the spot, on the moment. Whereas, because the TV people that are doing TV interviews, they're not formulating thoughts at that moment. They go into that with a preconceived statement. They got four sentences that they're gonna say Mm. and that's what they're gonna say. It doesn't really matter what they get asked. So some people would prefer to do that. Some people would prefer to do a long, I don't mind doing either, but it's infinitely more fun, yeah. and thought-provoking, and intellectually stimulating to actually yeah, go yeah. have a legitimate conversation with, and and with with Tim, which yeah. was which was awesome. So that was a a very cool way for me to kick things off. Oh, very yeah. lucky.
2: Yeah, and and me, I was just like probably millions of people who like knew about Joe Rogan, listened to Joe Rogan's podcast, which. That's kind of like the the standard, you know that that top standard of podcast. But here's the thing about it: it's like since it's so conversational, where he's like just talking in the in the early days of Joe Rogan podcast, he. Um, He would just talk to like Red Band Mm -hmm. and like his friends and they're just talking about stuff, you know. Um, Now it's like there's a lot more to it for sure. But um, back then it was like, oh, these are just guys cruising down in their basement or some cool room that they're just basically what we all sort of do anyway and talk shit with with each other, Mm -hmm. with friends. And so I think me, like millions of other people were like, man, that'd be so cool to be able to do that a podcast like that mm-hmm. you know just talking <laughs> yeah. with my friends or whatever and then so being in jujitsu i think that a lot of people are in this same boat where they know the guy who like when he's kind of talking everyone sort of just listens and likes to chime in and whatever right so like with us in jujitsu it was like you and even dean when he talk about jujitsu or stories or whatever like they, there's a lot of cool conversations that go on mm-hmm. on the mat afterward before jiu-jitsu whatever and that, those things would always go on. Those are things were going on way before Tim Ferriss' interview, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so before the whole podcast idea, we already had, I think I was like a lot of people, we already had kind of, for lack of a better way of putting it, like dreams of doing some cool podcasts. <laughs> like everyone had that thought. Not that we were ever going to pursue it or nothing like that, but the thought like, wouldn't that be so cool if we could have a podcast like Joe Rogan does and have it be like a good, you know, successful one a lot of people and you get even nowadays people even like all the time saying like oh yeah like i want to start my own podcast i want to start my own podcast right cuz it's like when you listen to two people talking it's like man that's your job man that's the coolest thing in the world so i already had that in my brain so when you went on Tim Ferriss, I was like, man, when he was like, hey, you should do a podcast, I was like, hell yeah, you should do, we should do a podcast. To me, that was like, we should do a podcast <laughs> when he said that. So that's actually, it was. I'm pretty sure it was before Joe Rogan. I was like, hey, we should do a podcast. And you, you were like, yeah. You were like, we, like, why would you be on? Like, it doesn't, I said, you should have me on. It, and you were like, why? Like what? And it wasn't like it'd be pretty easy for me to be like, dang bro, like freaking why you gotta say it like that. Why would you ever be on it? But I didn't take it like that. I I don't feel like you're saying it like that. You're yeah, just no, sort of a trying legitimate to it question. Out.
0: Like why why would you be on it? Yeah. That didn't make sense to me.
2: Yeah. And I had it in my brain, just like I said, where bro, I'll just be the person you're talking to. I'll just be normal. I'll be a normal person, you know? And if I have questions, I'll ask questions, but that's not what I'm here for. I'm here to just you be talking to somebody rather than talking to the microphone or talking to the screen by yourself or whatever, which, you know, that's fine, too. But it's just – and so I was essentially, like, thinking of Joe Rogan's podcast where he's, like, talking to somebody the whole time. Mm-hmm. Someone's there listening and chiming in whenever. That's my, That was my little engineered, perceived or conceived you Yeah, thing.
0: you know you – know, n- what, what I was thinking about, I've told you this before when it comes to having multiple people on the same podcast, like on our podcast. Like we don't haven't had many episodes where we've had more than one person to interview. yeah One of the reasons is, like I already talked about and we already talked about, if there's a bunch of people talking, I won't talk. yeah And so what I was thinking to myself, well, when I'm getting interviewed by Tim Ferriss, he's asking me questions. Okay, I answer them because I'm being you know, I'm being asked a question so I'm gonna answer it. Joe Rogan's asking me questions, I'm gonna answer them. But if you put me into a situation where there's multiple people and they wanna talk, I'll just let them talk, I'll listen. So in my mind I was like thinking, well, if I have someone else on there, then I'll just sit there and listen to them talk. And well, if people, if Tim Ferriss is telling me to have a podcast, he's not telling me to have a podcast so I can sit there and listen to someone else, I should be talking. Right. Okay, got it. So for me, I had to get over the the idea of like, oh, well, and then I thought you, like I said earlier, you're not a person that, you know, when we're having a normal conversation, you're not one of these people that's like, hold on, wait, listen right. to my viewpoint. You're yep. a person that goes, oh, that's cool, interesting. You're a, you, you will listen as much as I will. And yeah. so that's why I thought, okay, cool. Yeah, makes sense. Good yeah. call, Echo Charles.
2: Yeah, fully. And Keep in mind, too, yes, it was like a partially my selfish reasons, like I wanted to be on a podcast <laughs> for sure, but not at any moment was I being like, hey, so I can be a star, too. It was, But I didn't have that at all. Like I knew what I was getting into yeah. and I knew why I could do it. Not because I have all these cool things to say, because I don't really like in my mind, like I'm, that's not what I'm thinking, especially compared to you. I'm li- I just listened to Tim for that interview with Tim Ferriss. I'm like, bro, I literally could, could never bring anything like this to the table. But if you're over here talking about like stuff, 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 and and I have just little detailed questions about that just Mm. to clarify what you're saying or whatever, like I think that I could facilitate in that way. And not to mention just technically, I could make the whole thing happen. And I have my own little creative ideas as well with that. So I'm figuring, yeah, that's it. But yeah, it it never even entered my mind that like, it's my podcast. I'm going to talk, you know. You're gonna sort of listen to me sometimes so
0: you did have a vision for the podcast because The podcast number one I had a vision too. my vision was basically what the podcast is right now That's what I had the vision of hey We're gonna execute this thing like a military operation boom It's good and the first podcast starts off with your vision which is you know we're kind of talking and then we kind of we kind of uh, drift into We're the beginning in, of the podcast it. and then we kind of drift. Yeah. And, and actually, you know, as you know me and my kind of leadership principles at this time, I wasn't 100% sure that I was right. I just thought to myself, this is what it'll be and then you had a different idea and we didn't really talk about it until the next podcast. Yeah. And then I came in and was like, because I listened to it and I was like, yeah, that's not, we, we shouldn't do it that way. In my mind, I was like, well, I don't think we should do it that way. I think this thing should start. Yeah. And one thing that I wanted it to do was like start.
1: Right.
0: Like when you press play, yeah. Yeah. When you press, I I wanted people when they put their headphones on and press play, they were like, okay, here it comes. And that means no intro music. That means no advertisements rolling in. It's like, hey, this is Jocko Podcast number four. Here we go. Rock and roll. And and so that's what we started doing on podcast number two. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
2: was <laughs> what's, what's funny is like that um so the so there's two kind of thoughts and i didn't think it out fully but i just sort of felt like you know mm-hmm. create it was like a creative feeling i guess maybe that drove that decision to make to be like oh yeah just sort of roll into it casually because you know like certain movies like movies start in all kind of different ways right yeah. some movies start just the way how you were saying like you wanted to start like it begins and then yeah. some movies just sort of Start unfold, yeah. They don't know credits, no nothing, but it just sort of like people are just sort of doing something, and mm. you're like, Wait, what are they doing? Okay, let me see, you know, boom, and it sort of slowly develops into this thing. Then it maybe hits you with something, and boom, boom, boom. So I remember, like, I vaguely remember editing it and being like, When should I start? Because we we're talking a bunch before that, mm-hmm. too. And then, so when should I just roll into this? And then it was like, Me talking actually, it was like, What is that? Pomegranate. Pomegranate chai, chai. tea because you're <laughs> drinking the white tea <laughs> and you're like white tea yeah and then man I remember thinking that I was like man yeah that one's cool but then yeah you shut it down real quick you were like that <laughs> is whack <laughs> but you I think even thinking back on it the way you and given what you t- wound up talking about and stuff yeah. like that it's yours is way better like way better yeah
0: and I just did a bad job of out of the gate kind of explaining, oh, yeah, hey, this is where yeah, we didn't talk about it. Yeah. But what's interesting too is, uh I think it was Brand, you know Brandon Pickworth. Yeah, yeah. so he, he was talking to me, it was a while ago, he was like saying that out of the gate with this podcast, it's, you know when you hear people, you go, oh listen to Joe Rogan's first podcast or listen to Tim, even Tim Ferriss will say, listen to my first podcast, I didn't know what I was doing, it's mono, it's this, it's that. And it takes a while for people to kind of figure out where they're going. Yeah. I mean, it might take 20, 30, 100 episodes or whatever. Mm-hmm. At least 30, 40, 50 of people trying, where they kind of find their groove. And Brandon was like, out of the gate. Your podcast hasn't even changed that much. I mean, it's, we did make, you know, I, I mean, I think we've improved. We've improved our audio. We'd probably speak better now. But it wasn't like, it's not this drastic turnaround from yeah. we were doing something radically different. The right. the podcast is essentially the same now as it was on episode 1. It's mm-hmm. essentially the same thing. Yeah. And so I and I think that did that is based on what I thought the podcast was going to be like. And I should have done a better job of saying, "Hey, here's what we're doing." Yeah. But I didn't, you know. Yeah. I didn't.
2: If you remember, if you and even think about it right now, you ne- we don't like especially like creative stuff. Like you don't we don't really talk about you're just like you just do it. And then if I j <laughs> if I go off the rails in one way or another, then you'll tighten me back up or whatever. But yeah, we never did. Like yeah. the, it was like you said like one thing, like, hey, we should do it in black and white. Actually, did you even say
1: that? Yes, yeah, of course yeah. I did. <laughs> and
2: that was sorta of it. And then we talked about like the intero- like the ideal look would be like an interrogation room. Yeah. I mean, I use the term interrogation room, yeah. but just like super simple or whatever. But yeah, other than that, we're just you just sort of like let me do whatever, with yeah. varying levels of success, I
0: guess. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so then that that came out of the gate it was we got really lucky. I mean, at the time there wasn't a lot of podcast. There was there was a lot of podcasts, but there wasn't even close to the number of podcasts that there are now. And um, that went that went forward pretty quick. And next thing you know, we were like on. It was a, it was happening. Yeah. I mean, it was happening. Meaning. Meaning this idea of of hey, this is this'll be cool to try. Mm-hmm. It went from this will be cool to try to like we this is, this is what we're doing. Yeah. It, it went to that in two or three episodes. Yeah. I mean maybe it was even one episode. I mean the first episode came out and it and it was like, okay, everyone said more right. and had we did we know yeah, we did know we were gonna I told you we're gonna do one a week. I think I think that was from the beginning. Yeah. It was like, hey, we're gonna do one a week. And yeah. there was a time when I wavered for a little while probably 40 episodes in or something, where I was like, I don't know if I can keep, I don't know right. if I can, pr- I don't know if I can get this much content read, I don't know right. if I can do this, so we might have to go to one every two weeks, and right. I got shut down by the people.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, the I people do remember shut that, me down. yeah. Yeah, I forget when that was, but yes, I remember that happening. Dude, I told
0: I told a couple people that Echelon Front was working with, one guy named Mike, great guy, I was going to a job site with him, and I just, we were driving, And I said, "Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about going to like maybe putting the podcast once every two weeks." And and pulled over. It was yeah, it was like I told him that you know there was a disease. You know, it was like really bad, and and he that seeing his reaction, there was one other person I told the same thing and got the same exact reaction, which was like they were almost he was almost like lost for words, you know, because this was early. Mm-hmm. So there was still it wasn't like you could go oh well I'll just listen to one that I haven't listened to or one I haven't heard in a while. This was right. hey, there's only this many episodes yeah. and I'm waiting for the next one. Yeah. You know, and I remember him being. Uh, you, you you know you you should think about that. And I remember what he said. He said uh he said cuz there's people that are waiting for these to come out. Yeah. And I said to myself, oof. Okay, yeah. I got to I got to get I got to work harder.
2: Yeah, and I could and I Be it makes sense.
0: Yeah. Just work
2: harder, dude. Um, it makes sense, too, because of how, like, you know, you were pretty, act, like, engaged with the people, too. And I, and I was, too. Like, where mm-hmm. people would be like, hey, that was this and that was fine. And you'd be engaged, like, online, on mm-hmm. Twitter and stuff like that. So, it kind of, like, it really felt like, in, in a lot of ways, it still does feel like we were sort of all in this together. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone, like, me and you doing it and then everyone, whoever was listening, like, they were kind of in it, too,
0: you yeah. know? So, it still feels like that. Yeah, fully. <laughs> And what's crazy is you go to Australia where we just were, Mm -hmm. and it's the same way. We're uh, literally the other side of the world, and people are asking me about, "Hey, when you said this in episode forty-eight, did you think?" And I'm like, "Yes, I did think that. I could tell." You know, people are that into it, yeah, which is awesome.
2: But back in the day, when it's when you first sort of start, that feeling is so on the front of your mind. Like Mm. it feels like we're just all doing it. People are giving me input because I'm trying to. I mean, I don't know about you, but I was trying to figure out a lot of stuff early on as well, like how to get certain things done or accomplish or whatever and people were, trying, you know, jumping out of the woodwork kind of like, hey, you should do this better. You know, you should compress the audio. You should do this. So I'm taking advice. I'm, You know, so we're all sort of in it together. And there was one episode, I forget what episode it was, when it sort of hit a, a point where there were so many downloads that it crashed our website and the, like the <laughs> podcast, like the hosting, right? <laughs> and it... Um, because you know, when you start, I don't know about that. I don't know about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like where, after it a certain, it seems
0: crazy too to think that. Yeah. It seemed, it, it seemed crazy to think that we would have enough downloads that it would crash the system. Yeah,
2: yeah. So and f- so, of course, I mean, whether that whether or not that came across my mind, you know, maybe maybe not, but it wasn't like a worry. I wasn't concerned about that at all. I was like, no, this is a, it's a computer, like whatever. Yeah. So, you know, you have this host for this and the website of this and that um and the 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 moment that i was like okay there's a lot of people like (laughs) depending on this for lack of better way of putting it is when it crashed on the day that i you know released the podcast it crashes says like you know whatever it says technically i got to do all this stuff and just twitter facebook like emails like through the website my personal email like coming in like where's the podcast web and it it was probably way less of a deal than than it seemed like to me at the time. But still, when you get like, essentially, let's face it, strangers, people I don't know, like just by the hundreds, just saying, where's the podcast? Where's the podcast? It's kind of like them saying, hey, where's our where's our dinner? You know, like, where's our podcast? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like freaking all worried. Then at the end of that, I'm like worried about you. Like, oh, man, if I'm feeling this and I'm not even the star of the podcast, what the hell is Jaco thinking? And he's going to kill me and all this stuff and regret even doing this with me. Should have did it with some professional guy out and all this stuff. And then. Every once in a while you'd text me, hey, so how how's it going? So to me, the, the way that the way I interpreted that how's it going is like, what the hell? Like <laughs> the freaking But then you'd call every once in a while. Because this was a, a matter of days. Like days are going
0: on still. Wait, no this no. Is, love. Well this is when uh, the podcast crashed. When it crashed and I would text you like, Hey,
2: yeah, like uh, how's it how's coming? It going?
0: Yeah. Are, are we making any progress? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> any progress? I remember
0: I was on an op. I was in Iraq, I was on my first deployment. And we were traveling a far distance to the south of Iraq. There was some mayhem going on. We're traveling through this city. There's eerie. There's people whistling. It's just, it's the middle of the night. And we get lost. And we're driving around. And I'm, I'm tracking. And so finally we stop. And I go up to the lead nav, who's a great guy, in the lead vehicle. And I look at him. And I and I could see the look in his eyes, like we're lost. He doesn't know where we are. Yeah. And I go, I go, how's it going, bro? And and like just that right there, like he, his just his look of panic when I said, Hey, how's it how's it going, bro? His look of panic went down a little bit. Huh. And he goes, I don't know where we are. And I go, Okay, cool. This is, I, I literally said, I go, Okay, cool. We're gonna set a perimeter. Take your time, figure out where we're at and how we can get back on track. Let me know when you're ready. And he goes, "Roger that." And and then it allowed him to actually decompress for a second and figure out where we were. And it took him a, a minute, two minutes, and then he, you know, we we did it. Yeah. So that idea of te- instead of texting you, I, "Where is this yeah, podcast? People are waiting for it." Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. We making any progress?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so. and so that. Became clear when you actually like would call and be like, hey, you know, you'd be like, same. Th- I think you even said the same thing, eh? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> like in that way. <laughs> right. And you're right, man. It's it, like, because bro, I'm not used to that. You know, like when something's
0: that was going pressure. On. You're not wor- Yeah, you're not used to pressure.
2: Well, no, no, no. I'm used to some pressure. I mean, let's face it. I'm from Kauai. not that much pressure, but. <laughs> We're, you know, working for people and the deadline and hurry up and, you know, like this. And, you know, where are we with it? Something going wrong and stuff like that. That, okay, I'm no stranger to that, but the reaction for the people who I'm working, quote unquote, for, I'm not used to them being so cool about it. I'm usually them (laughs) saying, where are we? You know, their frustration is now, you know, kind of part of my world, my added or, or stress or whatever. So when you came with that, with, hey, how's it going, bro? It was like, I was like, dang, this is like, it really helped. It really helped a lot. So, <laughs> meanwhile, but still, the problem's still there. Meanwhile, I'm not getting that level of coolness from the general public, no. <laughs> our people, <laughs> and it, you know, it morphed into jokes about Echo, how he's, I don't know, cruising <laughs> too hard and like all this stuff, which is kind of cool, I guess, is funny. But um, anyway, then our savior Brady Lanter comes and is like, "Hey, I can, I can help you with this," and all the all knows all this technical background stuff, which I knew like a little bit from mm. web development, but he knew like the real tech side. And man, he basically took my hand and held my hand and called some people and boom boom you gotta do this. Hey, we gotta spend a little bit more money to do this, but we can we can patch it up and mm-hmm. man, he got it he got it rolling and like literally solved that problem forever. So, man. But the point is there where that's when I I knew that yeah, like how you say like you can't really do it twice or once every two weeks because people are like, hey, we kind of need this thing. That's when it was clear to me that, yeah, man, it's, we kind of have, like, we're all kind of in this together and you can't just bust out once every two weeks.
0: Yeah, and you also can't, I mean, I always feel this way about everything too, but you also can't be like, oh, you know what, we'll just throw something together and put it out there. Like, that's not happening. Yeah. So it has to be a real effort 100% of the time. Yeah. Or it's a failure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. That's cool. You get some technical knowledge from just the function of being the guy that's putting this stuff together. Mm-hmm. What about just from sitting across the table for what are we, almost four years? Yep. Yeah, almost four years. What are the lessons learned from a broader perspective, life wise?
2: Well, they, yeah, it started quick too. So, okay. So remember, yeah, well, the early episodes like i would i would drink i would have a drink going you know yeah. i wouldn't get hammered nothing like and that and when you say
0: drink you mean alcoholic alcohol, yeah, beverage like or, we're not talking a jocko discipline go or a jocko white tea right, or maybe right. a little hit discipline hitter yeah, you're talking yeah. you're drinking what did you used to drink vodka and soda water there you go
2: yeah or, or sometimes a beer or whatever but it was like that was one of those things and not that i was like nervous doing it but i was like kind of nervous going into it kind of thing. And it was just, yeah, like a little comfort thing or whatever. And it was one of those things where you didn't necessarily tell me like, hey, you don't need to do that. You know, like you or that's weak or nothing. You didn't tell me that, but there was always like this feeling of it, you know,
0: <laughs> and it kind of hit me where <laughs> it, that's like ESP, right? What is yeah, that? What is, kind is, that? Of what is ESP extra, stand?
2: Extra sensory perception. Yeah. That's yeah, like yeah.
0: me just kind of willing. Yeah. Like thoughts into your head
2: i guess but there's <laughs> i'd say one of the earlier uh, things that you said and not necessarily to me but just on the podcast that you know like you say a lot of stuff and it's kind of like and you are essentially talking to me right you're sitting across talking to me but one of the things you said was um you already know the right thing to do you just have to do it and then i'm like oh yeah i'm thinking like okay i heard that before but I, but you start to think about it like oh man that's true huh Like you just you just you know already it's not like a big like mystery, like you know. So it's like what are, cause it's kinda lame to know the right thing to do and not do it.
0: There has to be something too with the fact that you're not just hearing me say the words, but you are a person that actually sees what I'm doing on a daily basis in a way. Yeah. You know what I'm doing. Yeah. You, you see what I'm doing. So when I'm saying that, it's not like oh you, sh- uh, whatever. Uh, what's that word? Drifted through. A, right. What's that called? Scrolled through your Instagram feed, and yeah. someone said, "You already know what to do. Just do it." Through You're actually words. watching me and saying, "Oh yeah, he's he yeah. knows what he's supposed to do, and he's doing it." Yes. So, and and here's <laughs> here's
2: when that part became clear, where the first time. Okay, so okay, so I'm recording a podcast. Let's say five episodes in. We'll just say I don't know. Maybe it was more. Maybe it was less. But. Five episodes in, it's like, okay, that's five weeks. Every week now, you're, and we were recording in my house at mm-hmm. this time, and you'd come up, and it was like at night. Too. Yep,
0: we have to do it after uh, Prezi was asleep.
2: Yeah, after everyone's going to sleep, and, uh, and you'd come up. We'd record, and I'm like, cool. And then one time I'm like, shoot, this is like, again, again, again. And then you're coming in with your notes and all this stuff. I'm like, man, this guy is like, <laughs> bro, this guy's no quit. Cause it was like, you can be doing the coolest, funnest thing, but when it's like coming again and again and again, you're like, Whoa, let me let me take a rest between <laughs> sets here a little bit, you know? <laughs> but nope, not you. You're just rolling in and then after a while, when it, when I start getting used to it, that's when I'd like sort of reflect, like, man, if you weren't here doing this right now, if I let's say I had fulfilled my own little weirdo dream of having a podcast and, and that's my job, I don't think I would have I don't think I would have done it as much, as often for sure <laughs> i would have started like slowing down or whatever because there would be times where i'd be like man maybe we should just take this week off kind of thing and it's not like it's this crazy hard work i'm just it's just that's sort of how it is but it seemed like that didn't phase you at all
0: i remember one time i had a gig on the east coast and i flew and then i had another gig on the east coast and i had whatever a day oh. in between yeah. and we and we owed a podcast yeah. and i flew back to san diego <laughs> We went, recorded the podcast, and I flew back out to the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. And I said, "Hmm, that's what we're doing here. Yeah. We're getting this podcast. Yep, done.
2: Yeah, man. And that's it's like that is so such a, for lack of a better term, like I'm so lucky in that way because like that that's not a like an, a, a rare thing where. You're hanging around with someone and they rub off on you, you know, where you knew all this stuff. But since the person right next to you is doing it, then you start to do it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like like jujitsu. You know, mm-hmm. you hear about jujitsu. We know about jujitsu whatever. But it's like, what if like your brother starts doing jujitsu or whatever or the people at work start doing jujitsu? Then, you know, let me go check this out. It like mm-hmm. it, it kind of influences you, you know, in that way. So. It's lucky that like, and if this is every week, not to mention all the training jujitsu, so I'm around you more and we're talking about it and it's new and it's exciting. So we're always talking about, it. so oh yeah, man, I was just primed for influence at that time. So at that point I was like, yeah, man, he he's really doing it. And going back to, you already know the right thing to do. You just have to do it. Me, so I'm like, okay. And then I see you doing it. So that influenced me to like really take that into consideration as far as like daily conscious thought, you know?
0: So so then, what did that what did that actually turn into as far as action wise? Okay, first
2: I stopped drinking, and here's the thing: I didn't stop drinking, but I I stopped drinking where that was like a habit. So I stopped that, and
0: so you went from use. Did you used to drink every day? Every day, yeah. How often do you drink now?
2: Well, there's no like often. Like sometimes I'll drink, sometimes I won't. But
0: yeah, yeah. Once a month. Once a week?
2: Yes. Yeah, like sometimes none a month, zero a month, but then sometimes like three times a week, whatever. And this is just how it shook itself out. Like now it's not a habitual thing every night. You know, it's mm-hmm. just, it's more of a yeah, I can maneuver my way through any like drinking scenario, mm-hmm. you know? And I don't even know if I was like addicted, like an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe technically on paper or something, maybe, but it was a kind in- it was basically this: if I had three, and I think I told you this before, where there was three factors with me drinking a lot, and that was if I was undisturbed, meaning by like my family or, or any like obligations, you know, like I got to drive somewhere or or take
0: care of the kids mm-hmm. or whatever. Undisturbed, meaning um, you, if you had no responsibility at a certain time, at a certain time, yeah. So then that's an opportunity to drink and a likelihood to drink. Yes. Okay. That was a factor. Put it Got that. it.
2: And then um, the other one was uh, obviously alcohol present. Right. And then the third one was being in front of my computer. That was it. If any of those, if one or more of those three factors were not there, like I wouldn't drink. I, I'm not mm. compelled to drink at all. Mm. You know, like I'm not against drinking. Like I'll go out and drink sake or something and eat sushi yeah. or whatever. But it was a non-factor. But if you get those three, especially back then, if I had those three present, which was essentially every night. The kids go to bed. You know, I don't have to wake up early for something specific or whatever. Um, My computer. And it's weird because it wasn't my laptop when I'm traveling or something like that. It was like my home computer. (laughs) It's weird. But if those three things were present, like it it was pretty much
0: uncontrollable. So then what was it that broke that?
2: That that thing like you're a thing Mm where it's like you know the right thing to do you just gotta do you know like and this is i think always gonna be the case i'm sure it's something that has to do with your brain but like you can know the right thing to do you can do you know but you over it's almost like you oversimplify it you're like hey how do you wake up early wake up early Mm -hmm. you know but a real person will be like how do I wake up early? Okay. Yeah, I wake up early. Yeah. That's where I want to get. How do I do that? And you're like, yeah, just do it. It's like you're skipping all these like mental hula hoops <laughs> and d- acrobatics that normal people do on like emotions and habits mm. and like all this like stuff that we have to sort of go through to get there. You know, cuz we like certain comforts. In fact, not only do we like them, it's like we sort of need them in a in a little bit a you little bit of a tell way. Tell yourself you need them. Right. Exactly, right. And you kind of oversimplify it. So coming from someone just telling you that, oh, yeah, just wake up early. You're like, okay, like I shouldn't even have asked you because that's essentially in a way it's not really what I'm asking. Like, I know that part. Like, how do I get there? How do I make that part like more accessible or that ability more accessible to to myself? That's kind of what they're asking. But meanwhile, like I'm watching you do all these things. And it's kind of like that's how you are. You just oversimplify it kind of thing. Like, you just, all right, I'm just going to do it. Granted, there's more to it, but, like, uh, what I'm seeing, you just do it. So I'm like, <laughs> I guess I'm just going to do it then. And then you do it, then it's kind of like, oh, bro, I should have done that, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> that is literally how simple it is. Granted, it'll make it'll be just as simple or just as complex and hard and, and um, you know, slippery of a situation as, as you make it. As you allow it to be. Yeah. And allow it, yeah. But... When you kind of, when I think back on uh, on it for myself, I'm, like, making it complicated. Me, like, putting effort into making it compl- And I still do it. Yeah, I think one that's step further. It's one step yeah.
0: further than allowing it to be. It's oh, actually yeah. making it complicated. And I think
2: that's how most of us are. That's the thing. So, okay, so here's another thing that I that I learned when you're, like, um, and it it does go back to just, you know the right thing to just do it, regardless of how you feel about, like, working out, right? Mm-hmm. So, I... Working out, I liked working out, weightlifting and stuff. I, I sort of liked it, you know, sort of one of those things look forward to. It. But, you know, as you get older, you have other responsibilities, all this stuff. You don't necessarily like it as much, but you know it's good for you and all this stuff. So there was a point where it was really easy to justify and skip workouts. Let's do it tomorrow, whatever, mm-hmm. um, because I don't feel like it. Like I didn't get enough rest or I'm doing this other thing or whatever, right? But if you're just like, hey, you know, it needs to be done. You just do it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. But that's not really how my brain worked. My brain worked where I was I was kind of dependent on that 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 good feeling of looking forward to working out and getting fired up and working out. I was kind of dependent on that feeling. You don't realize it, but it's there fully where you're dependent on it. So you're just like, yeah, you just don't think about it, just do it. But I'm like, wait, but I, but I really don't feel like it. You know, like that's just a given. I don't feel like like that's a given part of the equation. So then what I would do is, okay, I'll just do it, but not do it like I just do it as in workout. I just do it as in try to get fired up and try to get myself motivated and get get fired up to do this stuff. But that's not that's not how it works. You yeah. just skip you don't you don't work harder to get that unnecessary part of it into the equation. Yeah. I mean you can if it works for you, but but that's not the point you were that I took from it. The point is you skip that. Like you just go work out, just yeah. do it, you know, kind of thing. It's like it's so simple when I'm like saying it out loud. It's like uh, it seems so no, that's, obvious, that's, but, uh,
0: that's a good connection to make. That's bro. a good connection to make. with When it's like just go do the activity. Yeah. It's not just. It's not. Hey, just force yourself to get fired up. Yeah. Just force yourself. No, yeah. because you can't even do that. Yes, yeah. it, I guess you hard. could try, but yeah. you, why waste the energy on that? Just go do the activity that you're yep. supposed to
2: do. Yeah. And then another thing is like you make a good point. It's like a lot of this stuff is just sort of there and you're just there to like grab my hand and like be like, here, see the, see the thing you've been seeing this whole time? Here you, it know is. you know what's crazy?
0: Okay, so when you're learning jiu have you ever learned something in Jiu-Jitsu where you cannot believe that you couldn't figure that out, that you didn't figure that out? I'll give you an example. Yeah. Here's a real simple example. Um, you're mounted on someone and they start to push your... Knee or with their hand or their elbow to start an elbow escape. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, people would do this to me. I mean, I'm I'm a white belt, maybe even I'm a blue belt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think I asked Dean. I'm like, hey, Dean, what do you do when they start pushing? And he goes, oh. And so he does it to me, or he, you know, he he mounts me and he goes here, push my knee. So I start pushing his knee. He reaches down with his hand and pulls it off. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the answer was so obvious. Yeah. And this is one of hundreds of examples. And I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I'm not that stupid either. And for me to not be able to figure out certain things, it shows you that if you can't, it shows you that there's certain things that can be right in front of your face and you just don't see them. And I think that's what you're talking about. Like I'm not holding your hand, but I'm just going, hey, no, 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 wait, let me show you exactly what to do here. You just do this. Yeah, And it's like, Mm. And there's a lot, you know, there's I've heard many people have told me uh, That that's what they got from the podcast or that that's what they got from extreme ownership or the dichotomy leadership Or the discipline equals freedom field manual. They're like I always thought that I always knew that I mean, I was just with a Australian when we were at the monster, you know, an Australian guy that was in the military for a long time And he said, yeah, when I read when I read your book, I was like yes, you just put into words what I The way I've been trying to lead. And the good thing about that is you have the idea in your head of what's good, but you don't necessarily codify it where you can now say, yes, this is the answer. Yeah. So that, that's a, it's a big step. It's like occasionally you randomly pull the hand that's getting you in the mouth. Yep. You might do it occasionally, but you don't actually know it and identify it as something you can do. Whereas once you go, oh, when someone's doing that, here's the reaction. Boom, do. Yeah. So there's, there's a definite plus to that.
1: Yeah,
2: and and that rabbit hole of like revelations like that is is endless. <laughs> and it keeps like going and going and going. And and certain things you sort of forget too, you know, cuz you know, a human being, we're all human beings with habits and stuff like that. So you forget certain ones or whatever, but man, it's like they're everywhere, everywhere. So even like the whole just the whole concept of if you don't feel like doing it, you, but you need you know that it has to get needs to get done or whatever or even just that you want it to be done but you don't feel like it just the just excluding the part that you don't feel like it just doing that seems like super simple and e- or it seems easy it is very simple mm-hmm. it seems like pretty easy when you say it and then when you go through it it's a, it seems so hard but the weird thing and this is nothing new where once you once you get it done Like, okay, so an email, right? You may or may not go through this, but a lot of us go through this, where it's like you have this nagging email of someone that you have to respond to someone, Mm -hmm. and to respond to them, you need certain information, and to get that information, you got to go reopen Mm -hmm. some files and stuff like that. It'll take two minutes, two Mm -hmm. minutes, probably not even two minutes, but you got to – your brain has to stop thinking this way and it has to pivot and change these weird directions and do all this other stuff, right? Yeah. So you just man, I don't feel like doing that right now. I'm doing this other stuff, or I'm just not doing that right now. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later today. Whatever, and then it winds up being like weeks. And the, meanwhile, it's still there. The email's still, still there,
0: hanging over your head. Hanging over your head. Then you're like, I just right. to talk about that on the Warrior Kid podcast. Letting your homework hang over your head. Yeah. I <laughs> actually. There's some kids that probably didn't know what hang over your head. I kind of kind of explain what that means. Yes. Because when something's hanging over your head, what are you waiting? You're waiting for that for thing to hit fu- you in the head. <laughs> Yeah. So you don't want That's that. True. You got when you get home from school, do your homework. Don't let it hang over you. It ruins yeah. your whole night. So totally that email does. is gonna ruin your whole night. Your whole thing. Your whole yeah. life. Your whole life. <laughs> so I mean not in this huge
2: way, but it'll be nagging. Yeah. It's like, you know yeah. it's kinda like when when you're sleeping and you gotta use the bathroom. And you're like, uh, just go use the bathroom. (laughs) You don't want to get stand up. Just go, just do it. Anyway, so meanwhile, okay, then finally you're like, you know what? Finally, I feel like it or finally I can't take it anymore. Finally, it's irritating irritating me enough, so I'll do it. You go in the email, you take care of the thing, you do it. It takes two minutes or whatever. You're done and you're like, bro, why didn't I just do that a long time ago? I wouldn't have felt any of that stress or whatever. And so, but habitually going into that mode where it's like, okay, this needs to get done. I don't care how I feel. I'm just going to do it real quick. Like, that in and of itself is a habit, is a way, you know, is a, a, a way of thinking at the very least. So, if that was something that I got better at as well.
0: Mm-hmm. The other thing that's been interesting, well, interesting from my perspective is that you are de facto detached during this whole thing. So, you get to be, I mean, first of all, even when, if I'm covering a book, I mean, you're listening but you get to kind of observe me reading the book, thinking about the book, talking about the book. When we have guests on, a lot of times you don't say anything and you're just completely getting to observe this whole thing unfold from the outside. Mm-hmm. So you I know I've we've gotten done with some podcasts and and someone would ask me, say like, "Well, how was that?" Mm-hmm. Like one of our guests would say, "How was it?" And I'll look at you and say, "How was it?" cuz I'm in it. Yep and you have a better perspective because you are literally detached and watching it. I mean, I'm somewhat detached, but I'm also reading, writing, uh, um, thinking, yeah. engaging, answering. So I'm doing all those things and I'm detached from that enough. You know, I'm detached from it enough that I can guide the conversation. I'm detached from it enough that I'm not getting too emotional or too stuck on something or, I mean, let's let's face it. There's been some danger close calls where yes. those emotions are creeping up. You know, yeah. S- sitting yes. across from a from a guy that's you know what been through whatever, and you're bringing those emotions back out of them. And I mean, it can get danger close for yes. sure. And sometimes yes. I got to do a little detachment <laughs> to keep it real. Yes. But you are and sometimes I do a better job of detaching on this <laughs> than you do because because you'll be over in the court or you'll be sitting in your yeah. chair. You know, and I gotta yeah. I gotta try and keep it together. Yeah, because you're not. So, but that's sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you get wrapped up in the emotions of the story yourself, especially if it has to do with kids. Yeah. You kind of lose the bubble. Mm-hmm. and so, But other than those moments, a lot of times you're sitting there just listening and, and you're detached. So you kind of get to, you kind of get a great perspective of it, yeah. which is nice.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, I'd say I'm like maybe 60% maybe 50% detached because I'm like, a, I'm the audience member just like everybody else. Really? Like when you're talking about stuff and, or when you're interviewing someone like, man, I'm I'm enjoying the show like everybody else, but I'm like in the show as well, you know? So as an audience member, we'll say, uh, that's how I can evaluate. Hey, that was a good show or like, bro, what are you guys even talking about right now? Kind of thing. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying that it's ever happened. I'm not saying it has, you know, but, um, that, and that's why it is, you know. So, yeah, I will be affected by these things. and But then I'll be affected even more because, yes, I am part of it. Like, I'm in it, you know. I'm s- sitting here across from you guys. Um, but, yes, yeah. Because when you're talking, um, whether it be you or even, like, let's say when I'm t- I'm talking to you even right now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a few things sort of rolling in my brain. Like, okay, sure, I say what I'm going to say, my little idea, and it comes out. But then there's, like, a post-talk Thought as assessment. well like dang, yeah, exactly, like a little <laughs> assessment like shit or am I saying the right thing, you know, or did that sound dumb? It's like it's just a constant like small like humming evaluation kind of mm. process that's going on. And then it's like, okay, like do I want to interrupt at this point because I have a thought, but no, I couldn't. So I'm sort of minding my P's and Q's as well, you know, so there's all these little things that hold you in. And not it won't it'll kind of keep you from being detached. But I don't have that when I'm not saying anything. Yeah. You know. But yeah, even you. I mean, I would imagine you're you kind of have the same thing. You know. You have to run this. You have to. You know. Yeah.
0: I got to think about what I'm saying at the same time. This is this is the dichotomy of that. If you think about what you're saying too much, it's not going to yeah. be good. Yeah. Just like jujitsu, right? If you're thinking about a move, it's too late. If you're if you're analyzing what you're gonna say before it comes out of your mouth to make sure that's the right thing, well, you. You're, you, it's not not the right thing to do. Yeah. At the same time, you can't just go verbal diarrhea yeah. and yeah. just start spewing stuff out because oh, yeah. now you now you may say some stuff that you shouldn't say. Yeah. So there's a a little a little game that you have to play. You have to you have to kind of assess that stuff. You have to be detached when you're doing it to make sure yeah. that you don't say something stupid. And you can say stupid stuff. I mean, I I think about the amount of interviews I've done and and just. Like you, you, you never know when it's going to come. I'm sure at yeah. some point I'm going to say something and go, Ooh, I yeah. wish I wouldn't have said that. Yeah. Uh, I should have never said that. Um, Cause you know, it is what it is.
2: Yeah. And you could, I mean, and it makes sense too. where you can, you can have a certain thought and then there's like, how do you say that thought? Right? Like, how do you, how do you uh, articulate your thoughts? Right. And to. Expect or to think that like if you have a thought it'll be perfectly articulated or whatever those don't go hand in hand Yeah, you know, some people are super good at it like in fact you're like you're one of the better people that I've witnessed anyway that at that Probably you know probably because you keep things pretty simple most of the time, but At the same time, like you're not immune to that, you know, so sometimes like your articulation of a certain thought will come off like different, you know, it'll come off like it might even be accurate, but then the way it'll land on people will be like, okay. and I'm not saying this necessarily has happened. I'm Mm -hmm. saying this, this type of stuff can happen. So it'll be like, oh, yeah, you came off as like insensitive or you don't understand or, mm. or you're racist or you're you know like all these interpretations that seem like reasonable interpretations given the words that you said mm. but it's like man that was just I shouldn't have said it that way because it's not quite as accurate as what yeah. I think you know so yeah you gotta f- constantly monitor, monitor that so it'll jam you up you gotta as it for like, that. Yeah.
0: What about in terms of relationships like your wife what have you taken oh, yeah. away taken oh, man does your wife does your wife like you more now yeah or before <laughs> I, th-
2: I think I think she likes me more now um put it this way like i I like our relationship better now, and that's saying a lot because like we have a good we already had a good relationship yeah. you know like I was one of these we were like these people who we knew each other before we started dating like mm-hmm. we knew it so there was no like you can you can get in you can jam yourself up, I think sometimes. Like if you jump into a, a dating situation like super early and then a marriage situation super early and whatever, like you can jam yourself up. I'm not saying it always happens, but you mm-hmm. can. And I'm not saying if you know someone for a long time and take it slow. I'm not saying that's a perfect like solution. I'm not saying that. But in our case, we took it like super slow. So there was like we had a solid foundation, have a solid foundation. So the point there, we had a good relationship, but you know, like any relationship, there's like arguments and you know, misunderstanding. I'm, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have acted like that. You know, there's like way less of that, like because I know like habitually how to how to act. You know, mm-hmm. so okay, so extreme ownership, right? <laughs> extreme ownership. Heard that, of it? That goes deep, bro. It's that's a constant, like. That rabbit hole right there is like you've at first, when you first like get introduced to it, like, oh yeah, everything. Then you're like, yeah, okay, makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, I cool. I it. got that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get the concept of it. Take ownership. Later. Don't blame. I get it. Right. But there's like so many levels of blaming. So many. There's like the overt, like, hey, you should have done this. Like blaming, mm-hmm. right? The kind of I think it, I say it, I'm blaming 100%. Then there's like, Oh, you know, it's not your fault, but inside your head, you're like, it's your fault, you know, so that'll drive certain other like uh, subsequent like behavior, you know, then there's like, okay. I know I'm supposed to take uh, you're thinking this near and saying, I'm supposed to take extreme ownership so I'm not going to blame them so it's not your it's my fault you know but meanwhile your behavior it doesn't like take full responsibility yeah. because kind of sort of quote unquote deep down you know it's not fully yeah. your fault. you know yeah. it's kind of and it just goes deeper and deeper and deeper, yeah. deeper and then you find out all these little pockets of like non-extreme ownership yeah. you know <laughs> that you have and to me granted you know my life is very specific but with your wife or I guess kids, but that's different. But with your wife is a good it's a good battlefield to 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 test that out and to learn about it because it can get so emotional. You know, like yeah and you don't really have a break from it. You know, it's like at work, it's like cool, that didn't work. Even if I messed up, I can still go home to my lovely family or go out to the bar. I I have a break from it, you know? With your wife it's like you don't have a break from it. It's like you got to perform, you know, like you got to it kind of means a lot. It matters a lot. So I think it, it works good. But at the same time, you guys both have a commitment to be there. So it's like you can get cut some slack most of the time. Obviously, it depends on your wife. But in my case, that's how it was. So what I sort of discovered and continue to discover, like just how good it works, just how good. Like extreme ownership just, and everything that comes with it, you know, like not blaming um, all the little tips that you'll say. Like, um, what is the one where like, what do you say, absorb in something? You know, when they come at you with something that happened to them, like, can you oh, believe? Reflect the, and diminish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. Oh, man, man. Gold, golden ticket right there, man. So A good. good. Even like, and that reflect and diminish. In fact, you can even use it in, like, you can just reflect. Oh, for sure. You don't even have to diminish. Just jump on side. If it doesn't mean anything, you know, just just jump on our side
0: right now, you know? Well, yeah, you can jump on the side. The thing is, the reason that diminish is important on reflect and diminish is because if you can fuel the fire even more what you want to move towards is a solution you yeah, want you want to yeah. you want to deescalate the situation yeah but the best way to do that is to reflect the emotions that they're showing and then diminish them a little bit so that they come so that they're on your side yes yeah. but then they start to calm down
2: yeah so you can like um you can ref- so the what I when I just said that this, I'm thinking of like a few different scenarios where I'll just reflect I won't even diminish until like the next day or something, oh, okay. you know, so it's so essentially it's reflecting yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'll just reflect
0: Extended so, reflect.
2: Oh, man, you know how how much it does for your your well I'm speaking about myself. Yeah, so no, I no, don't no. know
0: but no, it's true And and by the way, you're talking about this from a marriage perspective yes. I'm talking about it from a from a leadership perspective, but and they're the same thing yeah. They're the same thing But what's interesting is you just said, you know how good this is and you're right and you know what? You got to be careful of that because it's an easy way to bond with someone is they come in and say the boss sucks and you go? Yeah, the boss sucks. That's actually not the right thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to disparage your boss mm-hmm. What you want to say is you know, you want it but you don't want to say no the boss is awesome because now you're at enemies Right, right? Yeah. but when the person says oh the boss sucks and you say you know, I'm not really sure where they're making this decision from. Oh, okay, yeah. well, now you're talking about a decision. So you're, you're giving them a little bit of reflection, yeah. but you're diminishing it a little bit so you can have a real conversation about what's going on.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so there's um, a certain scenario that, that is, comes up a lot. This scenario literally means nothing mm. at the end of the day. So and you'll get these, oh, well, in my life, I'll get these from time to time where, so, for example, my wife, like many wives, watch reality TV from time to time. And, you know, it's the real housewives of this or married to medicine or whatever, right? Mm-hmm.
0: These these are TV shows. TV, <laughs> TV shows.
2: <laughs> and they're like the... Depends on your opinion, but, you know, they're, in my opinion... One of the like, most, like the lamest type of show. But whatever. It's real. It's these girls, they throw them together and they're all rich and super immature and doing dumb stuff and mm-hmm. yelling and blah, 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 Sounds like awesome. No, Sounds I, like a great TV program. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so, but here's the thing. You know, when there's like a sort of, you know, when we're just sort of cruising, relaxing or whatever and and it's on, this is what I used to do back in the day where I'd be like, w- like what is this show? This show is dumb. Like this Dis- whole thing is you dumb. You
0: disparage her. Uh, the thing that she likes. Right.
2: And I didn't
0: mean that's not what I'm meaning Which to do. Which means you're disparaging
2: her. her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. I'm more like, I'm talking about the show, you know. You're just being
0: truthful. You're being
2: truthful. Exactly right. You know, you're just using radical candor. <laughs> exactly. But meanwhile, she'd get, I mean, she wouldn't get mad, but every once in a while she'd be like, hey, just leave me alone. You know, like, I don't, I don't you know talk trash about your shows you know i don't give you she, she was like i don't insult you you know about your shows or whatever meanwhile i'm thinking like keep in mind I sometimes watch macgyver and these types of shows right so i don't really have much of a leg to stand on <laughs> but in my head i'm like yeah because my shows are awesome kind of thing you know um And the thing is, I'm not doing anything to her. I'm talking about the show, you know, kind of thing. But just like how you said, it's like Mm -hmm. I'm disparaging her taste and show, her choices, like basically all this stuff, her whole, her whole thing. (laughs) So, so I started start to realize that or whatever. So I did the whole reflect, no diminish, Mm -hmm. because it's meaningless. The Mm -hmm. show is is me. Like I can disparage her show and her all, or she's still gonna like the show. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like she bases her life on it. This is literally meaningless. So now she would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like this lady did that. I'm in the room. So of course it could literally be a cat in the room. Mm-hmm. She'd probably say the same thing. Like she's yeah. just saying it to yeah. someone, right? She's like, I can't believe, I can't believe she did this. And she'll like rewind it or whatever. I'll be like, hell yeah. Yeah. She's so stupid. Like, kind of like I'm into the show, yeah. you know? And every once in a while she'll catch it. She'd be like, Pray, you don't like this show or whatever. But and the thing is I don't, but it's kind of fun to do. Yeah. And at the same time, it's like consider the difference, you know, consider yeah. the difference of me saying, oh my gosh, don't, you don't, don't rewind it. I don't care about that, you know. So it's like that kind of stuff as well, man, where it's like you kind of look at in you look at the whole situation as far as like the big picture, you know, where it's like, did do I, do I make it a point to make a point right now?
0: Let you me know? answer that question for you. Uh, no. Nope.
1: Man, that's, yeah.
0: So when you look uh, broadly, what's what's like your most valuable thing that you've kind of adopted into your life since we started recording this podcast.
2: Okay, at first there's one, but there's two things. And they might play off each other, I guess. But the main one is the long game versus the short game. Mm. And and you said that to me early on that I was like, like, I would have never thought of that. Given what you said it about back then. Um, but the long game versus the short game. So I was like, man, so that stuck in my head. And since then, I realized every little move you make, literally, like in life, I don't care if it's like you're going to the store to go buy some, I don't know, paper towels or something. It's like there's always a long game and a short game in play right now. So anything and if you think about it anything that you're successful at it's like you you're at least playing the long game. Some things in life people just aren't even playing the game. Mm. They're just going minute to minute, you know? And that's a that's short play. Short you know. Game. Yeah. <laughs>
0: short yeah, you know you you, you, up. you caught this at one of the musters a guy asked how often are you Thinking strategically, which yeah. thinking strategically is thinking the long game. Yeah. And you you caught a clip of me getting a little bit fired <laughs> up of, of saying, you know, I'm oh, thinking God. strategic all the, the time. time. That's let, And that's the truth. Yeah. That is the way you should look at every decision that you make. Yeah. Why would you make a decision based on the short-term outcome being positive, if it has a negative long term effect, yeah. you just shouldn't do that. You got to play the long game. And I'll tell you like, I am thinking strategic all the <laughs> time. So good, man. And that is so uh, beneficial. It's yeah. so beneficial in everything that you do. And yet, it's easy to get suckered in yeah. to making short-term decisions based on short-term gratification, based on the ease of movement, based on the path of least resistance, based on what's gonna feel good right now, based on even what's gonna produce good results right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, look, we hope that our immediate results are aligned with our long-term results and something that benefits us right now will benefit benefit us in the long run. That's a great opportunity. That does happen sometimes, but sometimes, Oftentimes, short-term gains will resent, result in long-term losses. Mm-hmm. So you got to think through this in everything that you do.
2: Yeah, and the, and I remember when when that guy asked that question, mm-hmm. and I remember th- thinking to myself hmm, that that's interesting. It kind of became clear why that's not so obvious, and there's obvious reasons why it's not for so obvious. sure. Because when he asked the uh, when he asked the question, he's like, "How." because when even when you put it in those terms like strategic versus tactical right mm-hmm. tactical is the short term game mm-hmm. strategic is the long term game even so when you put when you use those specific words like hey so how often are you thinking strategic it's almost like it gives this feeling it's mm-hmm. a feeling that you're like plotting you know how often are you plotting meaning you have a certain plot in mind you <laughs> know like but it doesn't mean that like that's one Maybe possible way of seeing it, but I don't, I'm not talking about that. Like everything is like a game, like you're moving through life, you know. So, what, where's your aim going to kind of sort of be? And those, those aims, those goals, for lack of a better term, are, are literally everything you do. Like, you otherwise, why, what are you even doing? Why would you even move a muscle, you know, if you don't have like an aim to do it or whatever? And that aim is going to be either long term or short term, can be both, can be both for sure. And that's like the, that's, it's rare, but that's really a good opportunity as you put it but even if like you stand it, like you're sitting there right not moving a muscle right we'll say let's go extreme example and you're like okay i got to move a muscle right maybe because i'm getting stiff or whatever there's always some like goal that you got to sort of achieve and if you look at everything like that and you consider okay what what's the ultimate outcome that i want you know and you could just keep that in mind man that is like a life, life-changing thing when you can really understand that,
0: I think. That and is a good one. Another thing that I, t- I told a story one one time on this podcast, and you mentioned it to me. I was talking about how when I was young, I was in a SEAL platoon, and I was thinking I was all awesome. Yes. And all of a sudden, like other guys were getting promoted. Other guys were moving into better positions than me. And i I kind of looked at myself, and I said, if you're so smart, then why aren't you winning and that was a big step for me to come to that realization and and what's good about it is that's another kind of early indicator of taking ownership because instead of me saying look i'm i'm smart and i'm not winning because everyone else is against me because this guy's that and this guy's an ass kisser and this guy you know all that could have done that instead i looked at myself and said wait a second if you're so smart and, and luckily for me, some of the guys around me were good guys. they were my friends they I knew that they I couldn't blame anything on them yeah, but if I was so smart, why wasn't I winning?
2: yeah, that's the other thing that
0: oh that's 100%. the other that's the other hundred
2: <laughs> percent and you know you see it in people and like like a lot of these things, just like extreme ownership like you can see it in other people super clear, you know like This guy's talking a lot of trash for being a loser, you know, kind of thing, you know, like, you know, the old thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm getting this guy's giving me relationship advice when he's like a single person, you know, he doesn't have a successful relationship or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like that kind of stuff. It's super easy to see that in other people, but. For yourself, it's like, yeah, man, I have this cool idea that you probably got from someone else or whatever. And you have this cool idea and you're so quick to be to tell people about it and to correct this person, you know, because it's so obvious they're doing it wrong. Right. So you're going to correct them and boom, boom. And you have your arguments and debates all like formulated perfectly. Win any debate. Meanwhile, you're not doing anything. (laughs) You know, if you're just like sort of So that is a big deal. Like well, I realize that that's a huge deal. Like, and it's way better just to be quiet, man. You got it, and it and it kind of like how you guys talk about it. The monster, you and Dave Burke, they'll good deal, Dave. You'll talk about like t- uh, taking action, mm-hmm. right? So it's like t- the taking action part is like the hardest part or whatever, right? It's like the guy who goes to school so much, so much, and then he's like, but he can't really function in the real world because his whole focus on is on going to school, yeah. Or the person watching like a bunch of motivational videos and. He's just all he's motivated to do is watch more motivational videos. <laughs> you know, he doesn't take any action or whatever. Do you so get
0: dopamine from a one motivational video.
2: Do I? Do, 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 yeah. do people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: that's that's what that's what makes him gonna wa- want to go watch another one.
2: Watch more. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, they're like two things. You know, like two separate separate things. But nonetheless, it um, it kind of brings all that into perspective. You know, like you you if you're not or if you're so smart why aren't you winning so the why aren't you winning part that's the most important part you know like it's almost like bro who cares how smart that person is you ever you ever hear someone hate on someone like oh they're just dumb or whatever like uh, uh who's the one the uh the uh, Kim Kardashian right mm-hmm. you know people hate on her they're like I'm not even saying necessarily that I feel this way, but I'm saying this is what plays out a lot of the time. They'll hate on her. She's so dumb, and they're so dumb, or whatever. And then it's like, mm. all right, but if you're so not dumb, like why is she like winning? You know, <laughs> and you're sort of not, you know, kind of thing. It's like that whole idea is is got put into perspective very much. So it's like that's always on my mind too. Like before I open my mouth or whatever, it's like, bro, you, before you open your mouth, you should really work on a bunch of stuff first. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> So that's a, yeah, that's a big one. And it helps a lot too because you start to focus on doing rather than blabbing, you know, and and I don't mean just blabbing, I mean everywhere, like on social media, all these people having their strong opinions, you know. Bro, it's
0: crazy. I You know, I I, I, I see that happen, right? Um, you know, like when I was on with Joe Rogan and Tulsi Gabbard, Um you know, obviously there was. there she's a she's literally running for president of the United States of America. Okay, cool. And there's obviously we we touched on. We didn't really like have a debate by any stretch. I mean we no. we both we both kind of talked about things, and we all kind of talked about things as human beings that were whatever. You know, it's it pretty straightforward, right? But the the conversations that took place on Twitter after that. I mean, we're talking just I I, I was I was like, man, is this the best place for this random person to have this major debate with some other random person about whatever topic had come up that was either, you know, they, they didn't agree with or they agreed with. So that gets a little crazy sometimes.
2: Oh, yeah. Huge.
0: I I I hear people say you know that twitter is just uh the most horrible thing to participate in right and i don't really think it's a horrible thing in fact i've gotten great interactions on twitter i've gotten incredible feedback i've met people i mean the whole reason that i was on with joe and tulsi was because of twitter but books I've linked up with people we've had people on the podcast that I never would have heard of or never would have been introduced to that that are American heroes Mm -hmm. that have incredible stories that that's all through Twitter I've gotten great feedback I've gotten adjustments I've gotten correct so that's all good Mm -hmm. but yeah if you're gonna go down the hole of like hey let's debate this hot controversial topic you know it's hard for me to 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 reflect on that in a positive way. You know, it's yeah. like hard for me to look at someone and go, "Man, this is what you you know you just sent out nine tweets, like linked you know, you can link <laughs> tweets together. Sure. Yeah, And yeah. someone will send out nine tweets yeah. about some topic. Yeah. And it just worries me because I think there's more productive things that people could do with. Their time, like if you if you want to put those things together in an organized way, and you want to make those statements, and and almost always they're attacking, like in a super aggressive personal attack as well. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, it's yeah. just interesting.
2: Yeah, a lot of times it, it it says a lot. Like the words say what they say, but like the fact that those words are there, is like says a whole nother thing. You know, like you know, the whole nothing new. Where it's like, man. You don't have anything better to do than to yeah. like express. And it's not like a lot any by any logical means they'd come to the conclusion that, yeah, what I say is going to like solve whatever problem yeah. it is that I'm addressing or whatever. Like there's no reason to think that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm trying to think of a good metaphor. For me, this is like a metaphor. If you saw someone that was having a that was shouting at. At a toilet yeah. at the top of their lungs and and they walk out of that stall kind of like hell yeah you know kind of like yeah <laughs> and, and and I'm thinking man you just you just yelled because that's what that's okay. what it is right you're yelling at a toilet because whoever doesn't want to listen you is not even gonna read the little things that you wrote yeah. so what's once again that's why it's more what's more important is like why not find some common ground with someone from a leadership or from just from a leadership perspective right from a leadership perspective i want to find common ground with someone i want to figure out what it is that they think what their perspective is so that i can understand their perspective so that i can actually give them a logical argument or at least show them what i believe to be valid points so that they can then give me feedback on those points and i can learn from them and either adjust my position or adjust their position you can't get that done when you're yelling at a toilet which is what a lot of people end up doing <laughs> yeah, no, so when you're like toilets. Uh,
2: but yeah that and also that reminds me as well another is a little bit more of a detail than anything but like how you how you do the, the whole at the musters, you, you call it being a tactical genius, where mm-hmm. you just be quiet and let everyone else talk, kind of thing. And this, like, I find way more prevalent when I hear two people talk, when oh, they're for talking or sure. debating, and there's little differences and differences. And then you can kind of, you know, like you're detached from mm-hmm. it, right? But you actively detach because, man, before I was strongly compelled to like jump in. And like, correct you, you're wrong here, and let me correct you, mm-hmm. right? Cause I'm smart, right? Mm-hmm. gotta prove it to these people. Prove I'm, it, right. I'm down, I'm down for this whole thing. I'm smart, right? So I was so quick to like jump in and be like yeah you know that's wrong or that's correct and let me expand on that kind of thing you know and it's fun to do you know it's all you know like you're having conversations whatever I dig it but there's a bigger picture you know so if you don't say anything you can see that bigger picture mm-hmm. you can be like right you know how annoying you're being right now mm-hmm. like you're I think you're saying like truthful stuff or whatever but you're being there's a bigger picture yeah. r- with what you're doing so
0: your tactics to, might be good your strategy your is awful whack. it's way your long game is weak <laughs> yeah. you're gonna win this argument and yeah. you're gonna make this person dig in deeper that's what's gonna happen
2: not to mention like you less yeah after this like you think you're impressing them with the and i'm thinking of like very specific conversations that i'm I'm remembering right now (laughs) whether it be friends or whatever friend family but you, you kind of think to yourself man like i i used to talk to my brother about this idea where it's like man what you're saying is correct in your little debate but about what you're doing is wrong (laughs) you know you can't do that um or you can but you're gonna lose your war or whatever so yeah so one one of the things i learned that's just with me right now it's with me hardcore is just don't say anything just be the tactical genius so (laughs) when they ask you or when they look at you or when you do for whatever like strategic reason want to chime in yeah you're like you're way more um in a position of the that you want to be in you know and you you don't run the risk of being all sucked in and alienating people and doing all the things that that you run the risk of doing when you're you know trying to impress them with how smart you are and how good your position is you know
0: all right so let's get to your black belt yes sir uh you were surprised yes we did a good job of keeping it under wraps yeah But had you at this point just surrendered the fact that you (laughs) maybe just were going to be a brown belt for a really long time? Yeah.
2: And part of this part of it was like, I'm glad I thought of it it this way. And part of it is like, man, I you know, you always think back on things like how you should have handled things or whatever. So so moving up in ranks and and I say this kind of in a way as advice to maybe people who. Can fall into these psychological traps with the belt, right? They want a belt. They want that stripe or the blue belt or the purple. You know, they want they want to get promoted, right? Because they want to wear. Part of it is because they want to wear that belt, and it doesn't. Keep in mind, it does not help. Jiu-jitsu doesn't help. <laughs> Jujitsu does not get currently better. Currently, does not help uh, th- this particular situation where you know when um, in our school we oh, don't I really I thought do you were so. saying.
0: I thought you were saying it does not help. Like oh, definitely? Like, no, no, no. I thought you were saying, "Hey, getting your black belt. By the way, it does not help your jujitsu." Which I was like, <laughs> oh, "That is true." true. Oh, I was yeah. like, "That's a great oh, statement. F- black yeah, belt does not make your jujitsu any better." Nope. It, so. it might
2: even introduce the idea that it's not nearly as good as you thought it was. But yes. Yeah, so, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll tell you about that too. By the way, but I'm saying the culture of jujitsu doesn't help your think your mindset about this. Especially like our school doesn't do this a lot where you know how they line everyone line up at, yep. at the end or at yep. the beginning of class yep. And it's like hey by belt mm-hmm. you white belts you go in the back on the back you go suckers, you know Losers. Like almost like, yeah, Man subhuman bro, whatever you guys are savages. On. Oh, yeah, and oh, the, the black belts up not front. not even in the front row yeah, yeah. In front of everybody yeah, yeah. facing them, yeah, yeah. you know You guys bow down in front yes. of us kind of thing right and then okay if you're a brown belt You're almost here so you can yeah. come close right everyone else in the back you know yeah. so it's like i dig it man i dig it the jiu jitsu culture does not help but if you can kind of get past that um this is how ideally i would have tried to think about it where you like okay so you, the belt doesn't matter okay so when i when i was coming up i didn't know there was belts like i i didn't really know i watched UFC 1 2 3 4 you know those mm-hmm. ones and sure, hoist guys are wearing a, a belt, but I joined No Dean, so we don't wear belts, therefore no belts. I don't know. I'm thinking back. I didn't think about this, but I, I'm, I'm thinking that that's probably my subconscious thought. So one day, Brent, remember Brent? Yeah. He was one of the trainers or whatever. He was like, you guys are about white belts here. And it was me and a group, and I was like, white belts? Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, hmm, I never mm-hmm.
2: thought of that, you know? Mm-hmm. So doing tournaments and competition and stuff like that, after it was a year, like 12, 13 months, right? Jimmy, remember Jimmy Sanchez, yeah. right? He was like, hey, uh, come to class tomorrow. And I was like, I was like no, I can't come tomorrow. At, it was at 6 or whatever. I, I work. I work at night. Um, so I can't come. And he was like, no, 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 come tomorrow, come tomorrow. You have to come tomorrow. And I'm like, Bruh, I can't come tomorrow. I, I don't know how else to tell you. Like, I can't come tomorrow. I'm not training tomorrow. And he's like, no, 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 bro. We're having promotions tomorrow. So I'm like I'm thinking I'm not thinking Belt promotions I don't know about that yet So he's like (laughs) You still didn't realize Nope Had no idea And he And he goes uh, He's like no, we're having promotions, but I'm thinking, you know how like promotions, like a uh, tap out is coming in to promote their oh, brand. Oh and yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a show, like and you can promotion. buy a promotion. Promotion. That's what I'm thinking. So and everyone comes and it's a fun thing. Yeah. I thought it was like a teen thing or something. I'm like, that's cool. And I, man, if I didn't work, that'd be cool, and I would come. And he's like, bro, He's like what I got it. I was like, you're getting. He goes, you're getting promoted tomorrow to blue belt. And I was like. Huh, blue belt because I never wore gi before I was all mm-hmm. no gi so it just <laughs> didn't dawn on me so I was like okay and that was only after like 13 months or whatever so I was just focused on training and learning cool new moves and oh my gosh I can do this now and all that you know I'm getting better and that's what I was focused on learning and stuff then I got a blue belt I was like cool but still no gi I was competing so it's like the belt never really I'm just I just want to win yep. I just want to get better and win because if I don't win I lose tournaments and that that part sucks doesn't matter what belt Plus, no Gi, like I said, it's it's not belt-driven. It's, you know, time. So, and then I got Purple Belt, like, another year, like, super fast. And it was, like, a surprise. Like it was, like, Elias was there. Joel Tudor was there. He was, like, we're rolling. And I did a little bit of Gi at this time, and I was we're doing Gi. And then Elias just busts out a Purple Belt, and he's, like, giving it to me or whatever. And I was, like, huh. Like, this is pretty kind of surprising and, and kind of crazy. But I started to do more gi, and then I, um, I got hurt, like, at the end of purple belt, and, and, you know, people were starting to look at me, like, hey, when are you going to get your brown belt? And it started getting introduced to me. So then my mindset kind of started to shift. Then I stopped competing, too. Mm-hmm. So now, like, just competing to win wasn't really part of it. It was, it was all about walking in the training room, or this crept into my, into my mind. So I walk in the training room, you know, I'm a purple belt, but I've been a purple belt for a while, so, like... I want to be a brown belt well oh, I'm better than that guy you know like I tap that guy out I should be I should be wearing the brown belt standing up front a little bit more you know it's that starts to creep in meanwhile all the stuff that got got you there you know like focusing on like learning new moves getting better at your moves and and, and being effective or whatever that is like sort of secondary mm. you know you kind of focus like oh my instructors here now let me um I better not get caught I better not experiment I better like show 'em I'm, I'm good you know it's like that and it jams you up so, and then that's not, not to mention the frustration when it doesn't happen day after day, week after week. And don't let there be a promotion and you not get promoted. <sighs> harsh, man, harsh. Luckily, that never happened to me. But like, I've seen people like behave in ways that you should never behave in jujitsu after that happens to them. You know the kind, of, like a promotion goes on, everyone yeah, well, gets yeah, yeah, promoted, sure. and they don't. Yeah. Well, so anyway, but I, so I can imagine the feeling, right? And then. It and it jammed me up. I felt like my learning just didn't was like I plateaued like pretty hardcore. What year is this? This is like end of purple belt. Which what year is that? Uh I got brown my brown belt in 12, 2012 Okay. So there is that. Um and then, you know, after you kind of get promoted, then everything starts to come into perspective, you know, like, man, I shouldn't have wasted my time thinking like that all this stuff. But, yeah, are kind of easy now that you have the brown belt that you wanted the whole time mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? So you kind of let it go. And then
0: especially cuz brown belts kind of legit. Yeah. Like I mean, brown belt is le- is legit. Like yeah. you're a complete um, you know, yeah, you're you're yeah, you it's your it's it, it's a real thing. Yeah, it's like I think purple you're belt- seriously in the game. Yes, you have game. Yes, like you can technically be a purple belt and really maybe not have that great. I mean, look, there's purple belts out there that are murderers for sure. Yeah, but you can you can be a purple belt and be like, eh, yeah. you know, and of, of course, there's cases where this is completely untrue, but usually a brown belt is legit like yeah. 90. I guess for every belt, it goes up like a percentage yeah. of what Expandage. the what the what the how legit what the chances are that this person is totally is legit and yeah. has really good jujitsu. Yep. At brown belt, there's a really high probability that you're legit and you have really good jujitsu.
2: Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Where it's like for every because it it always feels that way when you're a white belt and you get promoted to blue belt. Um, you're like, man, that's like that's legit. That's a big huge deal. And then when you get promoted to purple belt, it's so much of a bigger deal that it's like, oh, my blue belt promotion was awesome, but like nothing compared to this purple belt. Mm. And then purple belt to brown is almost like you're becoming an adult kind of thing. <laughs> you know? So it's like way bigger. It's like yeah. cool purple belt, yeah. but brown belt, you know? And then of course brown belt to black belt's even bigger, you know? Mm. Um, plus there's like an added little thing to the black belt. But um so, you know, it's easier to have clear thoughts on that. What and added little thing to the black belt? To being belt? a black belt? Yeah. Well, you get to stand up front and face yeah, the yeah, people yeah, now. Yeah. You know, see what So no, that's the thing? No, nah, there's well, a lot at, more to one, it.
0: One thing is when you're a black belt, now the percentage of people that are that ha- that don't really have good jujitsu that are black belts is very, very small. Yeah. It's very, very small. Having a black belt in jujitsu means there's a 99% chance that you are good at jujitsu. Yeah. Because there's some people that whatever I don't even know where they got their belts from or whatever. Because what I don't want to do is just blanket say everyone that's a black belt is awesome because that's not true. Right, right, yeah, yeah. But there's a really good things. chance that yeah. you've got some good jujitsu if you're a black belt.
2: Yeah, fully. And so anyway, the so the point, is, and then um, I, ne- I never really ran into that at brown belt even though I was a brown belt for a long time, like seven years. I was a brown belt. That was more because I had like career and I let myself like not focus on jujitsu, you know for a while then you know i got hurt again yep. like all this all this stuff
0: um you know who was always campaigning for you to get your black belt who greg train yeah okay yeah. good my man yeah greg no train. he would and he's you're you're the guy that he'd be like hey you know hey okay, <laughs> bro <laughs> Be like, yeah. I was feeling good and I go yeah yeah and he's yeah. The, that's the classic that's where my joke came from yeah. is when do you think he should get his black belt and I go, ah, probably another six, six months, months yeah. and then he probably asked me that five times <laughs> you know for <laughs> like, two years for two years yeah, years yeah maybe even longer he was yeah. like hey what do you think Echo? And I'd be like, and then honestly part of it was you'd get hurt yeah you got you got hurt at some really bad timing to get hurt yeah meaning it was really close, like, okay, yep. we, we, you know, it was like, okay, we're almost, in, I personally was almost in the planning stages of, mm-hmm. like, okay, time to give him his black belt. Yeah. And that, I probably reached that planning phase. I might have reached that planning phase. I don't know. Have you been hurt three times?
2: Their, there, well, major injury was by, at brown belt, bicep, my knee, I was out for a while. Uh, just probably my bicep and my knee. as far as her injuries go. Yeah, okay So there's probably that I can remember two
0: yeah. times in there where it was I was probably in the planning phase of okay We need to make this happen. Yeah, and when you get hurt, I'd be like well it's not happening now Yeah,
2: you know, it's what's, what's I guess could be frustrating But I, I didn't feel it at the time when I was in that happened with purple belt as well because that day when I got hurt mm-hmm. um Elias told me hey you got it. I was really into no gi and no gi uh, competition mm-hmm. So I didn't want to do the Gi part of it. That was like an all-day competition. They had Gi in the day and then no Gi at night. And uh, Elias was like, hey, do the Gi part of it. Mm. And I was like, no, no, that's not where my goals lie. You know, like, no. Giving the speech, do he was like, gi. no, 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 you should really do the Gi. It'll help your game, all this stuff. So like, I'd be like, cool, man, I respect you, and you're the man. But my goals don't lie. You know, giving him this sort of technical speech, and he's like it's kind of like how Jimmy did, yeah. it, did me a long time ago. He's like, bro, do the Gi. Because this gi competition is your brown belt test. Straight up told me because he went to this. So I'm like, cool, won. I won the purple belt. Got hurt in the no gi. Mm-hmm. No purple belt. No. Years and years and years yeah. go by. No purple belt. So same deal, man. Like right before. Wait, that was he
0: told you brown belt or purple belt?
2: I was a purple belt. That was the, my, that gi competition. Yeah, yeah. How, so he, he didn't say if I won yeah, or not. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, just yeah. said that's your test for to get your brown to belt. To get brown belt. Yeah, yes. you just
0: changed it to to uh, purple belt when you when you retold the story, so oh, yeah,
2: got it. Yeah, so that was the test. Um, and yeah, passed the hurt. test. No promotion. Yeah, because I got hurt. So got, same deal. But it's yeah, it's part of the the game. But in brown in brown belt, even though it's longer time. And you know what? Now that I'm thinking of it, and I had to stop before you the 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 introduction. I guess it wasn't an introduction, but the introduction of you taking a little bit more like control over what belt I had, like when we're um. I don't know when exactly that was, but there is a time where I'm where I'm thinking. In fact, someone even told me, maybe told someone who eventually told me that, like, oh yeah, they're gonna promote active brown belt, but Jocko's standing in the way. Like Jocko won't let it happen. <laughs> like the kind of Dean was said, like okay, and Jocko was like, no. That's what someone told me. That so might, like,
0: be, a mm-hmm. a, that might yeah. be a little bit of a. That uh, might be a little bit of. I mean the bottom line is we we have a pretty actually someone did tell me that exact thing and I know who it is It doesn't matter pretty pretty democratic uh, Promotional system here because we have so many black belts everybody knows Different sides of people's games. So generally there'll be like a Hey, what do you think? Right. I mean, for the lower belts, it's sort of, you know, the individual black belt instructor yeah. be like, hey, I promoted this guy, this guy. But when it comes to black belt, yeah. there's going to be some consensus. Yeah. Now, counsel. I will say I am probably the biggest hurdle yeah. when it comes to black belt, right? Because yeah. it's a big deal. So I'm not over here throwing out black belts on right. people and going, yep, yep, good to go. So, yeah. I mean, there were some times I don't, you know, whether I was the only guy standing in the way, and part of it is just the whole dynamics of the situation, which is, you know, someone throws it out there, not like, hey, I think, but someone being like, hey, you think Echo's ready? My standard answer is going to be like, no, not ready, probably, probably like six months, right? Probably pretty standard answer, whether that was you or whoever. Uh, So yeah, there's probably some facts to me be in the road roadblock yeah but not because not because i was like i don't want to give echo his black belt that wasn't it at all it's yeah. like i want echo to be to d- w- deserve yeah. his black belt yeah right and
2: that's what i always felt too and, I, and well, you weren't put, ready yeah well put simply I, you had a specific standard that wasn't a that was not a flimsy standard that was like for the, the real deal and so I figured that and with varying levels and mixed emotions about that, because, you know, the immature <laughs> side of me is like, like, man, just just let it go, bro. You know, like, why well, you got to be just a hard ass all the time kind of attitude. And then the other side is like, man, the it's almost like logical where, man, who would you rather be like a medium or n- not so good black belt or like the best brown belt? Like, who would you mm. what would, as far as that kind of thinking goes? And it's like, man. I'd rather be the good brown belt, really. You know, because you're rolling around with your belt. Like everyone knows, the black belt is not that good. You know, and you don't want to be that guy. It's if you think if you're thinking For like sure. that, you know. So it's like mm, you know, I I get it. I make sense. And then, of course, if you can get to the maturity level to think, well, when it if it does happen, I'm going to be so happy that it happened this way. If you can get there, then mm. it's like okay, that'll make you feel better too. And that's again, if you're even focusing on that be- that belt situation. So when I even thought about it. And when I'd hear all this stuff that like, yeah, like these people want to like promote you, but then Jocko like doesn't, you know, kind of thing. Then I'd be then that when I think about it, it'd be like I think to myself, yeah, I'd, I'd basically have to tap Jocko out. Like not even once to like the kind like I'd have to. I'd have to tap him out a few times for him to, like, consider giving. That's what I just figured. You just you know? kind of
0: got to that place in yeah, your mind.
2: Yeah, so that was it. And then, so, it's in a way, it's easy to to get, or it, it made it easier for me to not even focus on it anymore. It's kind of like, did you tap out chocolate tea? No? Okay, then let's move on kind of thing in your own mind, you know? But let's say let's say I did tap you out though. That would throw me right back into the downward spiral <laughs> focusing on belts. So that's kind of the bad news what I'm thinking <laughs> like that. So eventually I came to the conclusion, this is probably like leading up like the, the months or the year maybe leading up to it, is like Jocko might give me a black belt when he's on his deathbed. And we're done with this life and or he's done with this life. Hopefully I don't dive you for him. And he'll be like, oh, by the way, and give you know, yeah. give, boom, I have a black ball. And I, I for real had that thought, like you, whatever. And I was like, so okay, you went okay from like,
0: it. okay, he's holding up for a little while too. Okay. I got to tap him out before he's going to give it to me. Okay. So he's just now nev- I'm never going to get it. Never. Yeah.
2: Uh, and keep in mind, I'm not thinking this every single day. I'm saying yeah. when I did think about that, or when people would be like, "Hey, when are you getting your belt or your black belt?" or whatever. Th- those are the thoughts that would go in my mind. You know,
0: I this was years ago. I had a conversation with James Nielsen about this because I forget who we were looking at promoting to black belt. But I was like, yeah, you know, maybe in like six months. And then they were like, you know, James was like, "Bro, he's good or she's good." Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm like, and I. I think I said like, hey, that person's never even passed my guard before, Right. you know? It might have even been about you, but I don't think it was. I think it was an earlier black belt. I think it was maybe like Craig or someone in that group. And James is like, hey, we're much better than we were when we got our black belts, which is so, you know, I got my black belt a long time ago. Right? 2005, 2005. Right, before I started. right so that's like what 14 years ago so 14 years ago I I've had my black belt for 14 years. So how much better? I've done so much training yeah. I mean, I've done more training as a black belt than I did without a black belt yeah. for sure yeah. and high-level training yeah. So you can't think oh I can't compare you because I don't I mean the same thing, right? If I held the standard of view of like, well, echoes never tapped me out, so I'm never giving. I, I'm giving this black belt when he taps me out. That's an unfair standard, yeah. because I'm way better than I was 14 years ago when I got my black belt. So that's not a fair standard. Right. So yeah, that's but that's it's, that's it's, not it's, a good. But it's way not way to apples it.
2: to apples though in that way, because like there are certain people where it's like like Andy, for example. He mm. his skill rose so fast that oh wait wait i mean did he has he ever tapped you out before he got his black belt
0: i think he did i think he got me i think he got me like one time but i think it was like as a purple belt oh yeah and it had no influence on a black belt
2: oh okay um it just seemed like with andy and whether this was the case or not it just seems like this could be a possibility in this type of equation where they rise so fast and they get so good so fast um, that it's like, bro, like I have no choice but to give this guy a black belt. True. He's straight up, he's tapping me out, yeah. and I've been a black belt for 15 years. You know, it's it's kind of like that kind of yeah. kind of attitude. But yeah, so it's not like a apples to apples to a, a street in that yeah. way, I guess. But but it's true though. Yeah, you're
0: right. Yeah. So I could I couldn't be like, oh well, well, I'm just gonna have to wait until Echo taps me out to get his black belt. Cause when is that gonna happen? Right? Yeah. Could it happen today? Sure, it could happen today, but you might not tap me out for another two years, right? I mean, like that's that's the reality of the situation. You might tap me out tonight, right? I make a mistake, you get a good move, it can happen. But it might take a long time. I mean, there's people that have never tapped me out. And, (sighs) you know it just happens right like there's it's, it doesn't mean that they're not worthy of you know exactly rank. doesn't yeah. matter doesn't mean mean that so that's one of those things where i had to kind of recognize that you know we are better now than we were then but to counter that argument everyone's better now than we were then yeah. so probably a good purple belt right now would be able to beat me as a black belt 14 years ago hmm. right a modern yeah, purple possible. belt yeah a modern purple, like, do you watch the worlds? Did you? I mean, you watch yeah. the kids at the worlds. The 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 purple belts at the worlds are savages, yes, sir, right? Are. When you compare them, especially to a a black belt from fourteen years ago. Yeah. Fourteen years ago is a long time ago. Yeah. The game has evolved a lot. Yep. True. But so you were not expecting it all. When we were able to do that, you know, I, no. I so what I did was I ran it, ran it because you were ready, and I was like, okay, you know, echoes, echoes, good to go. You should be having this blackboard. I will watch you roll. That's another thing I would evaluate is how you roll with other people, not just with me, because that's not fair either, right? Because right? how does your game match up with me?
2: Not very well. Not we'll the see. best way, yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, and I would watch you roll with someone that's good with me, and I'm like, you're doing better against that person. Yeah. So then I got, you know, and it's the same thing with everyone. Like you watch them roll and you go, ah, you know, you should, you're killing this person or you're killing that person. Yeah. And even though you're not killing me, that person's yeah. giving me a hard time, so therefore it's just your game doesn't match well with, with me, which yeah. doesn't mean that you're not ready. Yeah. Just means it's a bad matchup.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's Yeah, it's not linear like that for sure.
0: So, uh, yeah, so it was awesome to have that go down. I know it was a, a long haul. We're not into making stuff easy. No, sir, Around are not. Here. <laughs> so, okay, so what's the future hold for Echo Charles at this time?
2: Oh, man, for what? For jujitsu, jitsu uh, the same? I, th- I feel like it's like, so jiu-jitsu, it, and thinking back on it, and I kind of had these feelings even co- kind of coming up for 14. Where white belt, you're just like a toddler. You're like toddler, mm-hmm. kindergarten, you know, kind of, you know. And then you get through blue belt and purple belt. You're like, you know, elementary, interme- junior high, high school. Mm-hmm. And then uh, brown belt is kind of like college. You know, you sort of feel like you're an adult. And yep. you're, you're in there. You can do some good things, you know, have an impact on the world in college. I'm talking about in college. Um, and then, but you're just learning. You should be learning mm-hmm. in there. And then... Um, then you get black belt is like you graduated from college. Now you got to go function in the real world yeah, now, you know? So right. it's like, man, in a way people say, oh, jujitsu just begins at black belt. And yeah, in that way, it, it totally does. It does yeah. And that's not to mention all the little superficial things that kind of come, good and bad, by the way, that come with it. Like um, when, you, when you're a black belt, take, okay, so if you're not a black belt and you tap out a black belt, that's a, that's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of those little things in your mind that you're like, I, I tapped out a black belt before you know kind of thing Mm -hmm. so now you have that kind of target on your back if you want to put it that way
0: Um, you're gonna give other people that good feeling yes (laughs) you're a target for that so
2: people you can tell people's attitude when they roll with you is a little bit different Um, well it might be an illusion but i feel like it's different like physically. Yeah. And then um, that's not to mention, like, you know, the stuff that maybe the other black belts might have. Like, oh, Echo's black belt. Like, I don't know if it's them expecting me to, like, I'm a black belt now, so I'm going to put it on you or what. But every once in a while, I'll feel a little something like, oh, you you seem like this role means a little bit more now than it does before. It's like I get that feeling sometimes. I'm um, Not all the time, but there's that. Um, but yeah, like how we were talking yesterday or whatever, it's like it doesn't really change anything you know like just cuz my belt have, happens to be a different color it's like you're as good as you are <laughs> that, you didn't, know? that
0: doesn't make your jiu jitsu game no, any
2: better de- <laughs> no sir it does not <laughs> but uh the future yeah no i just keep training you know i guess i mean there's in most ways i feel like the pressure is sort of off and more so than it's off it's more like i don't i'm not susceptible to that that wacky
0: way of thinking like
2: oh when am I going to get promoted? Oh, did I did did I perform well so Dean and Jocko saw, you know?
0: The pressure that I feel, which is a good pressure, is like you, when you're a black belt, man, you got to maintain. Yeah. You, you got to maintain. You got to train. You got to maintain. You don't want to be rolling. You don't want to put a black belt on. And not represent. And not have the skills, man. 100%. So, and now, to look, me, you're that not going to win every time. Like, yeah, there's yeah. people that are training more than you, and you're doing stuff, and it's like, yeah. But... You should have black belt level skills. Yeah. Period. End of story. Yeah. Period. And, end of story.
2: And I think that that makes it. In, I guess it depends on what you mean, but I, I think that makes it easier for you. Like how you say it's good pressure. It's like it's, it's not even pre- It's more of like a. It's like a, It's like a cool little push. You know, mm-hmm. like it's almost like um like you know these celebrities or whatever, like an actor or something, right? When he he has to play Wolverine, so he has to work out. You know mm-hmm. it's like, bro, you got to be Wolverine on this movie, so work out. He's like, know, okay, okay, of course, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Rather than let's say you didn't have the movie, but you still got to f- work out, it's you know, it's kind of different. So, yeah, like tra- training more and maintaining kind of the you know, the standard or whatever, yeah. I feel like it's like easier.
0: Uh, Akbar, yes, you know Akbar, Well, yeah, for those of you that don't know Akbar, he's this aw- awesome fighter and crazy jujitsu. Um, he was in. He was, you know, he fought in the UFC. Um, never really, you know, he never performed to the level of his capability. Unfortunately, you know, he, you know, he's just incredibly skilled, and he just didn't put it together right. Uh, you know, circumstances, things happened. You know, his opponents did things that were good. You know, it's like that's yeah. the way it is.
2: But he did pretty good in the like. Oh yeah, he did great. He did Had some good he, stuff.
0: Oh yeah, he he's. But anyways. Um, he's awesome to train with, but like I always had a rule with him. We had a rule with each other: mm-hmm. if it's you want, if you want to train, we're gonna train. Like so, there's no <laughs> because both of us kind of know it's gonna be a it's gonna be a, a crushing role. It's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be gnarly, and I, you know we had the we had the rule. At first, it was an unwritten rule, and then one day I just said I was like, hey, no matter what. You want to roll? We're rolling, <laughs> and and he's like, "Hey, if you want to roll, we're rolling." Yeah. So he, but he, t- he just, he just like came started training again. Yeah. yeah. Training with me. he's so savage. Yeah. Freaking hard worker. Hey,
2: when he rolls, he rolls. Oh yeah, for he's sure. going for it, bro. Yep.
0: He's gonna bring it. Yep. Yeah. He's gonna bring it, and uh videos. Are you gonna start making some more videos?
2: Yeah. You know, videos hard because like especially now that videos are. I don't even know if I told you this fully but Like videos are so common now. Yeah, that like back when I made the victory videos. It was like
0: yeah Try watch you, those. Were, you like were ahead of your time way actually. Ahead.
2: That's the thing and looking yeah. at them now. You're like, oh, oh that's part kind of cheesy kind of funny not f- fun They're like cool, but it's like you, hmm. need
0: to, you, you should post those on the uh, Jocko podcast channel so people can watch them.
2: Yeah, Okay, um, but watching those videos now, like those videos would not make a mark right now. No, and no, not no, to just say be another one because yeah. they're good or not good or nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, videos are, or they're just so much everywhere. So it starts to become like a wash of just many, many millions of videos. So, granted, sure, like there's you and and you know our, all our people. They 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 watch our videos regardless of of what they are, whatever. Not I mean not regardless, but um, like. We do have an advantage as far as eyeballs, as far as videos or people caring about the videos. To me, the the ocean of videos, like it's hard to get people to care about videos. So you kind of got to be selective, I think. So if I put like a bunch of videos out, Mm. I don't want people to our people (laughs) to be like, oh, cool. And sort of get bored with them, you know. Mm. So it's like you want to leave a mark. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, it causes me to be a little bit apprehensive with like just flooding, you know. The the place with videos. The cool
0: thing is, there's people making all kinds of videos, anyways, with us in them. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're out there.
2: Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's but keep in mind too, though. I'm like the opposite of you in this way, where I'm like like way more like hesitant. Like I'm also worried about that. You know, probably to the point where I shouldn't be worried about that quite yet. I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll make some videos. How about that? Cool. Right on.
0: Def core. Def core. Awesome, anything else man? That's it, thank you. Thank you for giving us your history. Yeah man, it's thanks actually, for shedding light. Seems like a good place to wrap it up. People been asking for a while mm-hmm. for some more Echo Charles, they got it. Cool. They get kinda get it on the Grounded podcast too. The other podcast that we have.
2: Yeah, yeah a little bit. It's um, yeah. You uh, yeah it's a little bit more repr, and then again I don't know, sometimes in the support part, it, it's kind oh, of, of this podcast, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like true. representative of kind of back, like you know, okay, if we're done training or something, right? And well, I don't know, me or Greg or somebody brings something, something up, like some subject, some topic, some question for you or for each other, whatever. And you start talking about it, and then I start talking about it, then you're talking trash to me, like you're you know, like all just that whole thing or whatever. Um, it's a little more
0: casual conversation, yeah.
2: The grounded kind of is more skewed, yeah. like in that regard.
0: Well check well speaking of conversations I'm gonna be having some live conversations with people now. You're gonna come to some of the shows I'm not sure what which ones but we're even though um, As people have pointed out I told everyone that you know echelon front is not a rock band and we're not going on tour Yeah, well I am going on. Tour. <laughs> <laughs> it's not echelon front. It's just me yeah, and I am going sure. to multiple cities yeah, like So yeah. I guess that does make it a tour live gigs January 6th in D.C. January 11th in Austin, which was the first one that sold out. January 16th in New York. January 20th in L.A. January 27th in Seattle. And January 28th in S.F. So, at those gigs, if you're wondering what I am going to do, I am going to talk, I'm going to dive into some subjects. I am going to do some Q&A from the crowd live which is enjoyable for me and I'm just going to go deep on some subjects Um, the only I've only done one live event from that that would be closest and that was the live podcast that we did in New York City Mm -hmm. number 160 and this isn't gonna be a podcast and I'm not gonna well we might turn these into podcasts we might take a compilation of some of the questions or take a compilation of some of the things that I cover and Make them into a podcast but not all of it will be in a podcast And I'm don't the reason that I didn't want to do a podcast is I don't want to put any framework around this I want to be able to really just Go and get after it with no um no framework, yeah. and just be able to get after it hard. And I, I know that's, I have no real other way of saying it. That's mm-hmm. what I want to do is I want to go hard on these on these events, and with no framework, mm-hmm. and and make it happen. So that's what I'm doing. Go to jocko.live.com if you want to come to those. And echo for so so you've been talking today about kind of some of the things that you've done to improve your life, get yourself we'll say on a tighter a tighter sort of spance of the path. Sure. And there's good ways to do this in life.
1: Yes, there is.
0: And not to mention, you can do that while you're supporting this podcast. Yeah. If you want to. It's true. You can support yourself for sure. We we're highly recommended. Yes. You can support the podcast too if you want to. If you like. Up yeah. to you. Oh, good.
1: Yeah.
0: Because this podcast doesn't start off with 12 minutes of advertisements. <laughs> no, it <laughs> does not. And we're not beholden to our sponsors. <laughs> Why are you going to say it like that, bull? Because. That's just because we're, no, we're not we don't we don't actually have sponsors Jim and you can press stop right now because you know what we're going to talk about
2: <laughs> we're about Staying on the path representing while we're on the path yeah. tips and I don't wanna say tricks because there's no trick yeah. there's no trick We'll say guidelines to maybe help you along the way mm-hmm. Help everyone along the way check help you your husband or wife Kids everything the whole gig I like it First thing you can do, jujitsu. Talked about it a little bit today. A little bit. You know, Life changing activity, by the way. You ever think about who you'd be without if you didn't do jujitsu? I
0: would. I've told you this. I've told everyone this because I've done, been on this podcast, and I, the thread that connected things for me was jujitsu. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is you did jujitsu. You didn't have the other pieces. Jitsu had. You didn't have the other pieces, mm. but jujitsu allowed. Once you saw the other pieces, it's like, oh, there's the thread. There's how these things connect. Yeah. For me, I had the other pieces, no jiu-jitsu, no connection. Gotcha. Got jiu-jitsu, got yeah. connection. You were the opposite, had jiu-jitsu, no other pieces. Oh, yeah. cool, got got the other pieces, now I see yeah, the connection.
2: Huh. Uh, yeah, huh. Interesting, so.
0: So we wanna do jiu-jitsu.
2: We do, without jiu-jitsu, Jocko ceases to exist.
0: Ceases to exist. As we know it. Do you know that in a SEAL platoon, there's a pecking order? I,
2: that makes sense, to me. That yeah. pecking
0: order, Straight up, it's based on like, hey, who's going to win in a fight? That's the way it is. It makes man. sense. That's the me. way it yeah. is. Yeah. And and you know what? That is not only in a seal platoon. There's just like that underlying current. Yeah. So what's nice is if you know jiu-jitsu, you're going to move up in that pecking order a little bit. That is
1: true.
2: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> That's interesting how you put the, that into words that way. Uh, I, man, I agree with that. That's true. And it, it applies to a lot of situations that, in a way, I almost don't even want to say them, but we kind of already know, you know, that it, that pecking order, structure, hierarchy, whatever, that, let's just say it exists, all right? And yes, jujitsu helps you in that. I'm not saying that's the main benefit.
0: What's cool about a SEAL platoon, the reason I can start by saying a SEAL platoon, is because in a SEAL platoon, that pecking order is not always theoretical. Mm -hmm. So there's times you get some van fights, right? That's going to happen. Right, right. There's going to be a van brawl. And and all of a sudden the pecking order is revealed. Yeah, yeah. And so you feel it, but then when you get to see it, you go, "Yeah, I was right." There's a little 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 pecking order here. Yeah. And has nothing to do with your rank. Yeah, yeah. It's like here's what it is. (laughs) And so when you see it, when you see it in the uh, in the undercurrent, in the under beneath the surface when you kind of think it's there in a seal platoon and then it gets revealed and you're like oh yeah it was there Mm. then you see it everywhere and you go oh yeah it's over there too oh yeah it's over there too you can just see it and it's a real thing so why not elevate yourself
2: elevate yourself yeah
0: on that little hierarchy a little (laughs) bit with some jujitsu doesn't mean you're running around choking people out nope but you can.
2: You can if you want to, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, yeah. So when you're doing jujitsu, you need a gi, get an origin gi. This is the
0: thing. People are gonna hear that right there. They will replay that and say, you know, someone's gonna go, oh yeah, I see what this is. This is like a macho bully thing, right? It's like, hey, I'm sorry to break the news to you. This is a reality. Yeah, this is a reality.
2: Yeah, and that's a good point where like, yeah, I I think that when you think about it, yeah, I, I think that someone could come to, Could get, I don't want to say triggered. I'm not going to use the word triggered, Mm. but someone could just get (laughs) moved into thinking that. But whether that's the case or not, it's like you can say that about anything. You know, this is the
0: thing. I'm not sitting here saying, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, well, this is what it should be like, or this is what this is uh this is how things have turned out, or this is good or this is bad. I'm not saying any of those things. Right. I'm just telling you what it is, yeah. Factually, factually, this is just what it is.
2: Well, factually, that applies to everything in life. Like, okay, you know, you it's yeah. A, and hey, but, check
0: this out. Just by the way, you can be the best fighter in a SEAL platoon, and everyone can hate you. Like, oh, yeah, you can, yeah, that doesn't yeah, mean you're a good operator. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. well I'm just saying it's there, and it's it's one of the many little. It's one of the many things that are being judged.
2: Yes, one of the. Many it's one of the
0: necessary. many things that are being judged one of the many games that are being played it's one of the many little hierarchies that are existing so why not elevate yourself in that game that's my question the reason that the reason to not elevate there are no good reasons to not elevate yeah. because when you elevate yourself in that game it actually will elevate you in other games in your life yeah. so train jujitsu people yeah, this isn't by the way. This isn't 1995 when I started Jiu Jitsu and you had to you were lucky if there was a Jiu Jitsu school somewhere around you. This is America in 2020 20. and there are Jiu Jitsu schools everywhere or you can go online and you can go to YouTube for free and watch Jiu Jitsu and get some of your friends to roll around on a carpet and you can learn some Jiu Jitsu learn some Jiu Jitsu Get yourself an orange and gi because yep. you're gonna need one for Jiu Jitsu
1: Yep. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was funny because, you know, I don't train Guy as much, right? So it's been a while um, when we're uh, involved in the promotion of Andy Burke Mm -hmm. to get his first degree. First degree. Degree on his black belt.
0: On the black belt.
2: The black belt, (laughs) yes. Uh, You know, I put back on the the rift Mm -hmm. Guy. Let's face
1: it. When I grabbed, I came out with my rift (laughs) on and I said, this is the nicest thing.
0: When you put it on, it's a completely different scenario that's just going on so good
2: I kind of felt and I'm th- I'm admitting this to you and whoever's listening because we're we're real close like that and I trust you guys a lot but I'm gonna admit this I felt a little bit like elevated like kind of better than everyone <laughs> You know, <what> I'm saying? <laughs> just a small in a small way yeah. because of that get me at you it's you, really what, good. you know what you
0: have to do Pete the the folks that made this gee gi- you have to give like legitimately say, Yes, you elevated the game. This mm-hmm. is a game changer. This is not normal. Yeah. This isn't like this isn't like, hey, we took a sports car and we put racing stripes on it. Yeah, yeah. This isn't like, hey, we took a sports car and we put rims on it. Yeah. This is you're driving a sports car, I'm flying by you in a raptor <laughs> and, in an F twenty two raptor. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah. Very, very good.
2: So, yeah. yeah, get them. OriginMain.com. That's where you get them. That's where you get them. Multitude of options, yep. by the way, including Rash Guards when you do no gi, which I think is important.
0: They're I both prefer- important.
2: Right now, I'm preferring no gi. Well, then again, I don't know. After See, last just, night, he, like I kind of want now.
0: I saw you. S- Wait, did you sweep Greg Train? Yes. Yeah, today. I saw that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I saw roll Sweep. I was like, oh, because Greg him. Train's hard to sweep. Yes. You got he that is. wrestling background. Yeah. But you tied up that hand a little bit, <laughs> over he went. The gi- yeah, Ooh,
2: so, if, you with know, that gee, gi- You go in phases, right? Yeah. Gee, no gi. But yeah, so if you're doing no gi, boom, rash guards as well, all available, Origin.com. They also have
0: jeans. Speaking of elevating the game, yes, sir. I'm going to tell you right now get some origin jeans, and I will say this the lightweight jeans, which are called Delta 68. Mm-hmm. Those are possibly the best. Leg coverings that exist, and I have to call them leg coverings because you can include all kinds of things. Right, we could be sure. a kilt that covers your legs, <laughs> guys, right? We sure, could be a wetsuit kinda. bottom that could cover your legs. Uh-huh. You know, we could be over. There's all kinds of things that can cover your legs. So I'm I'm putting all leg covering, all leg covering in the world. Just straight and up. I'm saying Delta 68 Origin Jeans are the best things you can cover your legs with the world has ever known. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> all right. That's bold. I know. Because
2: technically, and not to go too deep into it, but whatever. So technically, you know, when you talk about wetsuit bottoms, mm-hmm. kilts, all these other things, those are like circumstantial, like you know, there's for certain scenarios, mm-hmm. right? Like especially when you talk about wetsuits or spats or something like this. Right? Mm-hmm. So you're saying at the end of the day, net net as they say. I don't I don't really like the expression net, net, but whatever. Net net. Meaning under the circumstances that you wear a wetsuit bottom versus jeans, under the circumstances you'd ever wear jeans or the like. Mm-hmm. Jeans. Best. 100%. Cross the
0: board. What I just said is what I meant. <laughs> what I said. Overall,
2: yeah.
0: in the world, which this is 2020, and I'm saying of everything that's been invented to put on your legs, yeah. this is the best thing that's been invented. <sighs> Delta 68. Now the the heavyweight jeans awesome too. Okay. And they're co- running that close second. Okay. But my <laughs> legs don't get cold. <laughs> cool,
2: so I don't man. need that little extra
0: plus I live in southern California.
2: Yeah, but that's true,
0: Rocco. But Delta 68.
1: That's the one. Yeah. yeah.
0: But heavyweight the the red, they're not heavyweight. They're I just normal, really, jeans. Normal, they're jeans normal jeans. They're normal jeans and they're awesome too. Mm-hmm. But they're in second place.
2: Yeah, man. So I don't
0: But you know for Pete they're in first place what the
2: heavier Ten ones rates, yeah right.
0: well, he's up in maine so yeah he's up in maine he gets that little bit if he was in southern california you might have a different opinion yeah maybe. i'm going to i'll be it doesn't matter to me cuz my legs don't get cold so that's not a factor so there you go there you go we Jeez. also have supplements there by the way if you knew that oh wait all this stuff made in america did
2: i mention that
0: the it's like the little tiniest little tagline made in america actually the huge factor huge yeah all the, rebuilding ma- the America.
2: materials are made in America. That's how made in America this made in America stuff is.
0: Oh, wait. We're going to bring stuff in from other countries? No, 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 no. We're going to grow it here. American hands. Yep. American hands. American economy. Everything made in America.
2: So, yeah. Also, yeah. Joggers, you know, sweat stuff. Good stuff. Supplements, though. Yes. Like I said, important supplements. Joint supplements. Bro, you can have all the creatine, uh, uh mega mass, whatever in the world if your joints aren't working. Bro, you might you just spinning your wheels. You're not even spinning your wheels. Your wheels are locked
0: up. Your wheels are locked up, like your elbow or like your shoulder. Yeah. No, don't allow that to happen. Get we'll all the it. joint warfare, krill oil. Get yourself some discipline. Go. Multiple choices. You gotta. You got a pill, right? A little go pill. You need that little you're going into a meeting, you're getting ready to roll jiu whatever, you're doing something that needs a little extra cognitive boost, mm-hmm. boom, take one of those hitters, yep. <laughs> get the go in a can. Yep. Why, because it's 2.44 in the afternoon, you're been up early, it was leg day, you were up late, you're feeling a little bit of a drag. Cool, mm-hmm. crack that open and you're on fire. Ready to destroy the world. <laughs> <laughs> Dig
2: it. Also, milk protein, additional protein in the form of a lovely dessert. Said <laughs> it. But yeah, good. There's some chocolate, chocolate, peanut butter. I think. Is that heavily in the rotation right now? Heavily in the rotation. Um, Somebody
0: told me to mix strawberry and peanut butter. Have you done that? Was that you that told me to do that?
2: I have not done strawberry. Is that peanut butter a butter that peanut, I can butter, me-
0: peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yeah. I'm gonna try it at some point.
2: No, well, I think what I did was I had chocolate with, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. If I did, that was a long time ago, and mm-hmm. my mind's not even on that right now. I remember mixing a banana with a strawberry, and that was something. Yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah. Either way, it's all good, and, you know, some people, they prefer just the vanilla. My middle daughter
1: is,
0: is in college right now, and she she sends me little videos or pictures. Sure. And she's, and what, what i you know, she sends me one that says, "Literally a strawberry milkshake." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, anyways, that's my daughter. Yeah, and that's and Malk. she's she's g- in college studying nutrition. So okay. what she's studying? Yeah, yeah. STEM.
2: So the world makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, STEM. Yeah. science
0: Yeah, that's te- right. Tech, uh, science, uh, and you know that thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah,
2: man. Cool. She's
0: in there studying yeah. that nutrition so she's giving me feedback it's good she's, and and you know what feedback she gives me she's like surprised
1: really? that the
0: ingredients are good
1: oh okay so okay. like,
0: oh, you really did do huh? and I'm like <laughs> all telling you yeah yeah, yeah. as yeah. if make. I didn't make it good. yeah no you know, she's surprised <laughs> yeah. that's what your kids your yep. kids think you're an idiot mm-hmm. I'm like well thank you darling right, so very good. nice of you
2: also jock white tea If you Mm -hmm. like deadlifting or if you don't like deadlifting. You probably don't like deadlifting because you can't deadlift that much. Yeah. As Mm.
0: soon as you can deadlift 8,000 pounds, you like it more.
2: Oh, yeah. Big time. Take it from me. But, yeah. Certified organic, too, by the way. So, yeah. Get that. All that. Orgermaine.com. Also, Jocko is a store. It's called Jocko store. You can get Jocko White Tea at this store, too, Mm. by the way. But, or should I say, and the shirts. If you want to represent discipline equals freedom, good Good is a good one. That mm-hmm. one has late, like that one. That one's one that won't ever go away. You need that concept. Good mm. for the rest of your life. Some people have
0: gotten tattoos
2: that just say "good." And I understand, hundred percent. I just understand. I dig it.
0: It was a good move. It was a good move. We also have hats, yes. truckers' hats, beanies, beanies, hoodies. Good stuff there. Yeah, very so.
2: good. So yeah, if you want to represent while you're on the path, JockoStore.com. Also, subscribe if you haven't already on Stitcher and iTunes, Google Play. You know, is it important to subscribe? Hey, you know what? Um, you be the judge, whatever you like. But I think it's conducive to remaining on the path. I think so. Just subscribe. Boom, click subscribe. Boom, you're in the yeah, game. that's a good Even question. More.
0: Is it a good idea? to? Is it important to subscribe? Subscribe to the podcast so you know that it's out. Yeah. And well, don't forget that we also have the Grounded podcast. And we also have the Warrior Kid podcast, which there's four new episodes right before Christmas were uploaded. So check out the Warrior Kid podcast. And you can also get some Warrior Kid soap from young Aiden, who's making soap on his farm so that you can stay clean. Very nice.
2: Mm-hmm. Actually, that's good soap too, which I haven't mentioned in a while. It's not this decorative. Table piece. No, it's functional. It's actual for real soap mm-hmm. that you use. You know? Mm-hmm. It's funny. I watched my boy with it. He's Pretty three. good
0: branding. <laughs> from Aiden, right? We're not mad at like, the branding. Like, yeah. like he wraps them in these little burlap things. Oh, yeah. Let's like go, all, it's, it's legit. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, this came from a farm. This a kid made this, a kid that's super squared away. Yeah. It looks kind of rusty. You know how many you, you know, know you how many Like, that's the reason I said branding in a funny way is because people talk about, hey, we need to work on our branding. Yeah. You know what his branding is? Doing his job. Yeah, yeah. Making the stuff that works and functionally is able, he's able to produce. Yeah. That's what it is.
2: And he gets it to you. Boom. One shows up. Boom. Good job. Aiden, keep it up. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is true. Yeah, I, I use that. That's heavy in the rotation too. Both kinds, Jocko and Trooper. So, mm. what's the new, the one that is coming out, or the antibacterial?
0: Yeah, there's one that's coming out, uh, antibacterial, antimacrobrial, microbial. Macrobial, hell yeah. Microbial? Yeah, microbial. Uh, it's anti that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and it's got a really good uh, name. Did I tell you the name? You did. No. Uh, it's, I'm trying a blank. Hit me with it again. Killer soap. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hell yeah, killer soap. You know, wait, killer. That's it. Killer, killer soap. Killer soap. All right. Yeah, yeah. Book it. Yeah. Sign We're me up. Killing
0: microbes. Yeah. We're in killing Korea. fungus. Yep. Good idea. Or at least making a hard environment for them to survive in. Yeah, yeah. Make it difficult. Because killing it is would take like uh, chemicals that I'm not sure Young Aiden could put into a soap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not down with that. <laughs> We're putting
2: this on our skin.
0: So yes, makes yes. sense.
2: Also, YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel, official. It's a good one. Video version. Some excerpts on there, varying uh, lengths. We'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some enhanced excerpts every once in a while, too. It's good. It's cool, YouTube, if you want to, you know, if that's how you listen to the podcast, or should I say, watch it, we do have a YouTube channel. So, yeah. I would say subscribe now, but man, YouTube, actually, yeah, you want to subscribe.
0: That seems like a good place to subscribe because then you yeah. have it in your. What it does, then then YouTube's kind of telling you, A, when a new podcast comes out or a new video comes out. Hey. And B, it kind of involves that whole algorithm. So it's showing you, like, oh, this video here, you'll like this one. Right, right. Which seems smart. Yeah, because if you like the podcast, maybe you like some other thing that they figured out that other people are listening to
2: right Yeah, not to mention ease of access as well If you're like hey, let me you know if you want to revisit mm. one or someone told you about like a video excerpt, it's like easy you can kind of click on your little subscriptions or whatever rather than going through YouTube search Let me see is that the one is that the one you know what I'm saying some yeah Just subscribe to YouTube like But it. if you really want to be in the game and get alerted I, There's that Bell thing you can mm. click on click on the little bell get alerted every time boom You really want to be alerted do that man?
0: psychological warfare another Another opportunity to stay on the path because when you sometimes you're gonna slip off the path a little bit You're gonna think about slipping off the path. You're gonna think that those donuts are looking good No, press play on your mp3 phone player, player whichever, whichever and Listen to me telling you why you do not want that donut why you want to go to the gym Why you want to get up in the morning? why you want to complete that project. Just a bunch of things that you can let slide. Don't let it happen. Get psychological warfare for yourself. And if you need a a visual representation, check out flipsidecanvas.com for art. There you go. To hang on your wall. Run by my brother, Dakota Meyer. Also have some books, Leadership Strategy and Tactics. It's coming out January 14th. So if you haven't ordered it, You best order it now, otherwise you're going to be stained for life, stigmatized Stigmatized with a second dish, and I'll meet you, and I'll thank you, but deep inside, we'll both know, not just me, if it was just me, don't worry about it, right, but you're going to feel it too, you're going to know that you got yourself that second edition, you're going to know that when you should have ordered You hesitated at the moment of truth. Don't do it. (laughs) Way the Warrior Kid series. There's three of them. One, two, and three. Just awesome feedback from around the world on those books. So if you know a kid, you're around kids, you have kids, get your kids, get those kids, get these kids, get all kids this book. Donate it to your library. I wish I had this. I, I wish I could gift this book to every kid in the world right now. I need your help. Make it happen. This is, this this book is just uh, look. It's not even my. It's not even my book. It's just everything I've learned from people throughout my whole life captured into this book. So kids need it. Mikey and the Dragons for the littler kids that are that are. Let's face it. When you're a kid, you're scared. The world is an imposing place. You need to learn to, how to overcome those fears. Mikey and the Dragons will teach you how, teach your kids how to do that. But basically, I teach you how to do it too. Yep. Pay attention. The Field Manual, and Freedom Field Manual, it's a new year. This is the book you want to get someone for the new year. January. They already fell off their new uh their new year's resolution. Get them The Field Manual, Discipline Equals Freedom Field Manual. Get some audio for yourself on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play, other MP3 platforms, get it there. And then of course, Extreme Ownership and the Dichotomy of Leadership that I wrote with my brother Leif Babin, where you will learn the fundamental principles of leadership. And then we also have Echelon Front, which is our leadership consulting company where we solve problems through leadership. If you want me or someone from the Echelon Front team to come and talk to your company, to come and work with your company, go to echelonfront.com. We also have EF Online, which is, look, leadership is a really complex there's thing. And yet it's simple. So how do you get information to people? Look, some people can read, I get it. Some people can grasp information from reading, but not everyone does. Sure, you can get everyone on your team, get them extreme ownership, get them the leadership strategy and tactics, get them the dichotomy of leadership, that's awesome. Some people aren't gonna absorb it that way. And even if they do absorb it that way, they need repetition. They need to see it again from a different angle. They need to actually practice it. Go to EFOnline.com, where you get repetition, you get to see different angles, and you get to practice leadership situations. Interactive, EFOnline.com. If you want to come to a leadership event with us go to extremeownership.com this is a leadership event we do we are doing it in 2020 we're doing it in Orlando we're doing it in Dallas and we're doing it in Phoenix so if you want to come keep checking extremeownership.com for details there all of these events have sold out and these are gonna sell out too so get in on it early. And last we have EF Overwatch and EF Legion where we are taking we are taking leaders from every level of the military and placing them into civilian companies so that they can use those leadership skills that they have. They can they can learn the industry specifics when they show up. That's no factor. Military people are trainable, but these are folks that understand the principles of extreme ownership and the dichotomy leadership and the laws of combat And they will help you and your company go to efoverwatch.com or EFlegion.com. and then if you Still Want to hear more from? Echo Charles and me well we are available on the interwebs on Twitter on Instagram and on la fashash echo is at echo charles and i am at Jocko Wilkin. once again thank you to echo charles for pressing record but more important thank you for being humble and for having my back and supporting this podcast You do everything for the podcast except for the little part that I do. So everything on the backside is awesome and I appreciate you covering all that so I can do my little piece up front. And on top of that, the podcast would not be possible without everyone that is listening supporting it. So everyone that's listening and spreading the words Spreading the word about the podcast and telling your friends to listen and getting a Def Corp t-shirt or an Origin ghee or a pair of Delta 68 jeans. It's all of you that make this podcast possible. So thank you for your support. And of course this podcast is also possible because of the sacred freedom that we enjoy which is provided by the soldiers, sailors, airmen, and marine who sacrifice their freedom, and sometimes their lives for our freedom and our lives. So thanks to all of you and to our police and law enforcement and firefighters and paramedics and EMTs and dispatchers and correctional officers and Border Patrol and Secret Service and all first responders. We are also here and able to do this podcast because of what you do. So thanks to all of you. For your service and to everyone else out there just remember that it is a hard path in jujitsu and in life and there are ups and downs and you will get injured and you will get beat down and you will get tested and those hard days will go on and on and on but if you Impose discipline in your life If you play the long game and think strategic and if you stay on the path and keep moving forward You will end up achieving what you want to achieve that will happen So put on that gi. Step on to the mats of justice in jiu-jitsu and in life and keep getting after it. And until next time, this is Echo Charles and Jocko out.